What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Game Over Greggy Show. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the morning to you, Top Greg. of the morning to you, sir. <laughs> what if spree came out of my mouth? <laughs> Over there! The pure one, Tim Gettys. The fuck spree? It's a candy nobody liked. Don't you remember oh, spree? Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right about that. Remember, they weren't. They were like you, like excited that you thought you had sweet tarts, and then they were spree. Oh, I mean, well, oh. even well, mm, don't fucking talk. I overdosed on that shit. You when you take it, then you like you Some pound it all out, and then you snort it. No, that's no, <laughs> no over there. No one did the Pride of Long Island. That's Colin how you Moriarty. do it. Go that's how you do it. And then over here, making his return to the show, a long requested guest, Ramon Navarez. Thank you. I do love me some spree. Yeah. Yeah. Spree? Spree sucked. No, not really. Yeah, nobody likes spree. Yeah. Now I'm the thinking worst about, movie like, theater candy. That spree. weird sweet in between period when it turns soft. Oh yeah. Well, hold on. Am I, what, am I tripping out here? Sweet tarts are the ones that you can like turn into like the dust, right? And snort it. Yeah, if you wanted to. I think you can turn anything to dust. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're like extra dusty. <laughs> no, they are not extra dusty. <laughs> Sweet tarts were like sweet tarts the were like fine ones. porcelain. You're, you're, no, you're thinking of the ones that he's thinking of the ones that come smarties. in like the wax paper and you have to. Un- uh, I'm oh, smarties. smarties! You're thinking of Smarties. Yeah. Sure, that thing sucks too. Yeah. Sweet tarts number one. Smarties sweet tarts. spree. Sweet tarts are the ones that are like Some nickel size. Corny to eat the sweet tarts slow. They let the sweet. Taste, linger, let the sour taste grow. Other kids wild on the go. They sweet toss rolls in the flavor go. What the? That's fuck? the commercial. A blast of Make a mouth go. This shit. I you watch a lot of TV. Like a steel trap. Nope, you know that. You know I don't. You, you know, know I do. When it comes to lyrics and jingles, I don't understand how you know so many words. You should not know any of that. We gotta watch the sweet tart commercial after this. Cause All right. Enjoy. We it. don't have to. You're probably too nah. young. What you'll enjoy. You remember the sweet tart commercial? Nah. Huh? You always watching that. Of me. You watching that? <laughs> you watching that Nick Gas all the time? You know some sweet tart. Yeah, actually, you're right. You right. Nick Gas didn't have commercials, didn't it? You guys see they're doing uh, all that? I never had. We didn't have the Nick Gas. Shit's real. So what? How the shows run without commercials? It was just like they had like they had like interstitials that were like made for the for Nick Gas, and then they would just their own commercials. Yeah, like and they would just play the same. We don't really remember those days very well, anyway. Nickelodeon magazine, please commercials. I think (laughs) stuff like that. If you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Game Over Greg show each and every week. Four, sometimes five, best friends gather on this table. Each bring a random topic discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can toss us a few bucks and get each and every episode early along with exclusive access perks and other things. If you have no bucks to toss, head over to youtube.com slash kindoffunny and watch it be broken out topic by topic day by day until the entire show posts as one big free MP3 and video on the Friday. And if you want to be hella cool... Go to kindoffunny.com slash tickets. Why? And get you a sweet, nasty ticket to Kind of Funny oh, Live 2. When's Kind of Funny Live 2? May 28th and 29th. A two-day event? Right. It's a two-day event. That's All it. ages? Oh, yeah. A lot of people asking, can I drink my alcohols if I'm over 21? Hell, yeah. You can drink the alcohol you purchase at the event. Don't bring your... Don't be YOB. Yeah, no. But all Bye ages ob. means everyone's included <laughs> and anyone can have their fun. Gotcha. I, I remember seeing that for the first time when I was young. What like, you got an invitation. Bi-ob? I'm like, what's Biob? <laughs> I'm gonna be like, real. There's, there's that the, the the grassy <laughs> ass thing, like that. Fr- some phrase about grass, grass in your ass. You guys need to help me out here. No, something about I mean, gracias is how you say thank you. Your ass is grass. Grass. There's some grass. Gracias. Oh, are we trying, is he trying to say gracias? Oh no, no, no. In the Blink 182, I'm feeling it. Video. No. Turn on the lights down low. Oh, I'm feeling it. That's what you're thinking of. They say grassy. They say I'm song? feeling it, no, not grassy. Know, know Nobody that. likes you when you're 23. There's some, there's some no, there's some references. Anyways. <laughs> no, hash, grass, or ass. 
No, no. Anyways, forget <laughs> it. Someone in the comments will remind me, and then I'll bring this up later, and it'll make a little bit more sense. Well, someone bring your ass and grass. That shit. <laughs> your ass is grass. Maybe that. Yeah, was that's what it. it is. That's what I was saying. Your yeah, ass is yeah. grass, and I'm the lawn. Totally. Your ass oh, is grass. Okay. So I've just never heard that second part. Yeah. I gotcha. People just say it, your assuming I know the second part. Right. And you think it's a compliment, but I'm really they're like, threatening the to beat you up. What does that mean? Gotcha. Yeah, okay. That's that makes exciting. a lot of sense. Okay. Or I your apologize. Ass is made of marijuana, and they want to roll you up. And See, I thought it was some marijuana reference. You know, Blink-182, I wouldn't put it past them. They're into some weird shit. <laughs> they're the ones that do that song that goes, Have I meant something? Have I meant That might be 311, I think. <laughs> 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 is that, oh, that's <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, Ramon, we're glad you came. I'm we glad, glad to be here. We, we glad. We glad. <laughs> we glad. The fans glad. We glad. All the world you glad, Ramon. It. We back. glad. You show it. <laughs> uh, Ramon, we got to ask you to leave the room. Oh, really? Yeah. You right. haven't seen Batman v Superman right now. And all right. Uh, last time when we we did a review, it was very well received by all of you. Thank you for, uh, for being respectful in the comments about the pros and cons. Uh, okay. Tim and I were part of it. Nick and Colin weren't. Nick and Colin have seen it. Okay. So now they get to have their say. But right. you you can't be here because you're gonna go see it on Friday. Take your subtly red ass beard out of this room. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take my red ass beard. Why does beard do that? Why does beard do that? little coffee water setup. Okay. You didn't both think. What was that? You gonna need them both? You think? Oh, maybe I'll leave my water here. I was gonna say you probably just enjoy the coffee while you're gone. Well, thanks, thanks, Dad. No problem. <laughs> is that is that kind of dadly advice? Yes. Dad like back rub you gave him too, which I appreciate. Oh yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. All right, fam. Thank you. I really appreciate that. I'm gonna be out. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Batman v Superman is upon us. As of this recording, it is the Monday after opening weekend. Mm-hmm. In which it, what, be, I think today we said seventh best opening weekend of all time or whatever. It was originally slated. It, was, it looked like over the weekend it was going to hit four. It adjusted be, numbers hit seven. It just beat Dark Knight Rises, just lost a, the last Harry Potter movie. Yeah, and it's now, it's WB second or whatever on the top ten list in terms of openings or that. Um, Nick and Colin, you're the only ones who haven't weighed in, so take it away. It's funny that we're actually, there's like an actual line down the table now. Because that's pretty much how I I figure the rest of this conversation is going to go. Mm, mm. I actually, and surprisingly, I will say I went in after hearing your opinion on it and Kevin's opinion on it and Greg a little bit. I had very low hopes for this film. And I went in and Colin and I went. We had a nice mandate. We sat down together. We got great seats, uh, largely because there was not a lot of people in the theater, which was not a good sign. But I held out. I was like, maybe this will surprise me. And it did. I actually enjoyed the, I mean, I enjoyed the movie almost the entire way through, with the exception of like... Wait, time out real quick, by the way. This is going to be a spoiler-filled discussion. That's why we kicked Ramon out, but I didn't tell you, the viewer. So just a heads-up, viewer. If you haven't seen Batman v Superman, this is probably a chance to bolt. Three, two, one. Yeah, I mean, with the exception of like three or four moments where I was I'm like, I, are they really going there? And then, thank God, it was a dream. Um... The I, flying bat, back yeah, in. that was that was like, uh oh, like, this is not down, I was like, oh, oh my god, there's the no, opening moments to the movie. Yeah, no, there's but that's, no way they can screw this up. Oh. Yeah, he starts <laughs> levitating, the bats start carrying, and I was like, uh, <laughs> this one's gonna be a little hard to to uh, to defend. Um, no, but I mean, I was pleasantly surprised, and I actually was pleasantly entertained the entire way through. Uh, especially, and I'm eating my words right now. I especially liked Ben Affleck as Batman. I thought he did a great job. I was. Like again, pleasantly surprised. I would even put him maybe above Bale as a better Batman overall, just because I feel like he he really nailed the part. He nailed the part to me of uh, Batman playing Bruce Wayne, which I thought sure. was really really cool. Um, I could have gone for more of that. I could have like the one well, doofy moment of like, 
I thought this was the bathroom. Right. Said, that, la- that last martini was the s- too, too many. Right. And she's like, oh. I like your shoes. Yeah. <laughs> like, just that. He played that doofy, aloof character there for a yeah. second. I was like, that was cool. So I thought that worked. I really liked uh, the relationship between him and Jeremy Irons. And I think that's, again, something we haven't really seen before on film. They're not, it's not the, you stop doing this, you're going to die. Stop doing it. It's like, we passed that point. 10 years ago and now it's been 10 years since of me just kicking the shit out of everyone and this guy is no longer my butler he is my partner in this endeavor and he is like it's 50 50 um so i liked all those moments and i actually really liked i mean i like cavill as superman um i just think the movie starts to fall apart a little bit in the third act uh and i think you know we were talking earlier today where they're going to add what 30 minutes to the blu-ray yeah they just feel like as of recording today is when they put out the um communion scene of luther in the genesis chamber looking at what he's talking to a pop apocalyptic person of some kind so i feel like that's really going to kind of start to fill in some of the blanks um which were from what i can glean a number of the criticisms that people have of it right was that it just wasn't the lex luther stuff kind of came out of nowhere it wasn't really supported you know you don't really know what's happening with a lot of the characters for the most part with the exception of batman and superman so um i'm interested to see that but overall i liked it i mean my biggest thing with that is like these deleted scenes it's like is it going to fill in the blanks or is it just going to cause a lot more just like all right what more questions like the the clip that came out today sure what what that's happening? exactly what I was telling you was gonna. I thought happened. A bunch of like where the like the army looking guy or not army like the the dudes coming in like yeah. Who the hell are they? Why? They're the government. They're there to apprehend Luther. They're investigating what's what was going on. Now that Superman and Doom's there outside of it. Okay, and so Luther. Because remember, he, was, he, he got arrested guy. at some point. So, so how did he get arrested and put into? Gotcha. Okay, so this. So that is after Doomsday leaves then. Okay, theoretically, I guess yeah. I, I thought it was. The, I thought when I first watched it, just from when you showed me it out there, I thought it was when. He first went into the water. No, like, battles like, happen. They've like, been thrown out. Like, I think he's. Okay. I think it's that gap of like you know how when it ended, like when we talked about it in our thing, and I'll, I don't want to. I want to give you guys your time. We talked about the fact of like when Luther's going mono- into a maniac mode or whatever, and I'm like, why is he suddenly doing this? Why, why, why? And then you get to the end, and he's like clearly unhinged, and he's talking, to him, and like I kept saying. I wish when they shaved his head, there was an Omega symbol on the back, and you'd be like, "He's an agent of Dark Side." This is his indoctrination into that, or at least part of it. Yeah, okay. where he's communicating and telling them. So you assume Superman's dead, and like the things, uh, things there, which I don't think is Dark Side. I think it's just an agent of Dark Side is there, and you see mother boxes floating around, which would have been great for us because when we left the movie theater, and I watched, we watched it, and we saw the cyborg thing. I didn't put it together that that was supposed to be a mother box in their world that he, he fuses to Victor to mm-hmm. make cyborg. And so like when I got home and I read the sport or when I, I guess other people watched it and I read their reviews or critiques of it. I was like, holy shit, that's awesome. Yeah. I think that would have been something to it. Sorry. Makes sense. Colin. Uh, pros, I think were the characters or well, the, the protagonist. I liked Affleck as Batman a lot. Uh, I'm, I'm interested in seeing his standalone movies. I think he was a compelling Batman and interesting Batman. Um, I liked uh, the violent nature of the Batman. I think some people are giving Snyder a lot of shit for Batman's killing people in this movie. And I, I think that that's totally fine and reasonable. I know that that's not really the way Batman is, but that's a Batman I'd like to see because um, I think it's more realistic. Um, Batman being a, a, a character with no superpowers, it makes more sense that he would be a more grounded character, whether or not the universe itself is grounded. I also like Cavill Superman. I think that he was fine. Uh the the cons are many like the movie has no plot like i don't i don't i don't know like how anyone and i'm i I appreciate and i respect different people's opinions but i just don't understand how anyone could look at this movie and say like this movie has a plot like like there's a reason why this stuff's happening like Mm -hmm. it's just happening to make the next thing happen there's not there's like tangential connections between the things just to get to the end in other words like there's it's not good writing it's actually really bad like it's it's like and i remember turning you in the middle of the movie and being like like literally saying out loud like what is going on like, why is any of this happening? Right. It doesn't make sense. 
Like, there's no there's no motivation for any of the characters to be doing any of this stuff other than Batman doesn't like Superman, Superman doesn't like Batman. Like, all right. But like, and Lex Luthor's involved and he, like, is fucking with the government to, like, get access to, oh, and I'm like, to, to Zod and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right. Like, but why? To kill Superman. Yeah, but why? You know? Like, like it, I think because he doesn't like Superman and then also because he's preparing the world for Darkseid. It's just weird. Like, you know, you're like, I, 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 I understand. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, like, I'm not trying to fight. I just think that I think that is the plot and that is the underlying thing. And I understand that that is building to Justice League, but I think that's still the thing. I think that's still the point of the movie. It seemed like the whole movie's point was to get to the last scene at the funeral where they can say, like, help me find the others that are like you. That's all they that was two and a half hours to get to that scene, because like it was just this movie to set this universe up. It didn't seem like it had purpose. It was like inorganic. It was so blatant. And it's marketing shilly kind of like, let's let's burst into existence this universe that I'm not so sure anyone really wants because the movie itself, the starting point for them for the universe isn't good, you know, and and these are their best characters. See, this is the thing that I was like getting really nervous about when I was like the Aquaman thing was like laugh out loud funny to me like that was I'm like this character sucks like I, like, <laughs> like I saw him for two seconds. I know that some people I like I guess there's Aquaman fans out there. Both, yep. both uh, the screening we were at for opening night, or I guess preview night, and then opening night, people went crazy when that happened. And my thing for that, though, and this is just my opinion on it, but I feel like that's just people wanting to act like they're in the know, and they're just like, this is, I, I know what this is a well, reference. I think it's that they're super excited that they like Jason Momoa. That's cool, too. That, I, I don't think that's, they're not cheering because they like Aquaman. I think they like the fact that Jason Momoa might make Aquaman cool. Like, I'll say this, and, and, and I, I don't know if Nick would agree because we did see the movie together. Mm. When there was no audible like applause or clapping or shouting in ours, except mm -hmm. for one girl said like would, like woo when Wonder Woman showed up, that yeah. was it. Bam. And then when the movie was ended, no clapping or whatever. And I felt like people like there was like some audible sighs and like shaking of heads and being like it didn't seem like anyone was enthusiastic at all about this movie. Like in the screening that we saw, and I was surprised by that. I don't want to. I, I was saying it afterwards. I don't want to necessarily compare it to Star Wars, which is like on a whole other level, but. Every little thing in that movie, like people were, there was a lot of enthusiasm after mm -hmm. the movie. People were like, I'm like, I saw this movie and I was like, this kind of, it's not bad. I don't think it's a bad movie. I think there's a lot of hyperbole about how bad it is. I Definitely. don't think it's, I don't think it's bad. I just don't think it's in any stretch of the imagination good. Mm. I think it just exists to extract money out of your wallet for all these future promises of this universe existing instead of starting from a solid foundation and seeing where it might go. And that was the thing that I was like kind of bummed about. I was like, why, like, why didn't you start with a Batman movie? Like, why does it have to start with both of these characters? Like, why couldn't you like, or a wonder woman movie or something? Like, why is it like, why are you starting from this point and then going forward from there and forcing these different characters in and these weird cameos and well, the movie was long. To. It was fucking, it was laborious to watch. It was, I'm not even a film guy and I was like this needs to be this can be an hour shorter I don't know what the fuck like the point of half this shit is you and I just felt like that do you agree uh, no I agree it was very long um, I think the problem is they 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 sacrificed a lot of those smaller elements that would have really clarified the story I think to cut down on the time because yeah. a three hour Batman that, versus Superman movie was that's like that that almost gets you to the point where like you need to have an intermission right which is pretty long that's why I was stoked to see the scene today you know what I mean? Because like mm -hmm. since they've announced a rated R version, and since they announced it's thirty minutes of extra footage, like I'm like, yep, 
I'm all in. Oh, I will, I will love to watch that because yeah. I think it will. I think it'll actually like, like 30 minutes is enough to change a movie completely. That's what people talked about with Watchmen too. That's like, like the that's people who hated Watchmen in theaters liked the extended cut or whatever and said that was a definitive version. I was reading. I mean, it makes it makes a lot of sense. I don't think I've ever actually seen. I that liked Watchmen in theaters. Version. I never paid much attention. I liked to the Watchmen extended. in theaters and yeah. the extended cut was much better. Not, I don't think enough. I don't think that it could save this. I, well, I also you're know Watchmen, oh, Watchmen was actually a pr- fairly well told story, though. Like, That's like the, the cut, other thing. Watchmen, people, people's problem with Watchmen wasn't that the story didn't make sense or that the action wasn't cool. They just went in expecting Batman v Superman and they got Watchmen, which mm. is not a superhero story. It's a very cerebral, like, fucked up tale about, like, um, what would happen to real superheroes. And, you know, anyway, you guys, I don't want to go off on that, but, um, it's interesting to see what what might happen with that, but Colin, I mean, the thing the thing that I kind of found interesting about the film was that it worked backward, right? Whereas everything built up to the Avengers, and so you had all those those origin story threads that built up to it. In this one, this is the first time in a film I've ever seen where they threw something at you and completely didn't feel the need to explain it, and that the nightmare with Batman followed by Flash, right? And that took me by surprise and at first I had a very negative reaction to it I was like I, they can't do that you have you have to set that up and then I'm like wait a minute that is something they would do in comic books that is exactly something they would do in comic books because comic book readers are used to that sort of an introduction of something like boom it's there and then you don't understand what that is till like two books later right so I don't understand how we can't readjust our expectation and and, and think that's how these films are going to go from now on there's going to be crazy shit that comes out and it's not going to be explained to like two movies later um, and I understand why people are mad about that because sure. that was first, but at the same time, I'm like, how dope is it that just randomly Flash showed up and was like, you get this, this message from the, and you know it's not going to have anything to do with the film you're watching. It's just kind of. See, and I didn't, and that was what was interesting. I feel like, you know, people have asked me a lot since I, I've seen it three times now, um, and updated opinions and da da da. And I'm still there, like, I, I really like the movie, like, really, really enjoyed it. Do I think it's like a fucking fine film or whatever? No, of course not. There's problems with it or whatever, but I really enjoy it. And what I, have come back to is when I was watching it and the flash popped up, I did think, when he, you know, he's like, it's Lois, Lois Lane. I thought they were talking about this movie and it wasn't until we were talking about it later on. I was like, oh fuck, they weren't. And it was setting up this, and this is after the movie and having these discussions with my friends. Like we always talk about, mm-hmm. like we like doing or whatever. And so that's the thing for me and what I, cause I'm fascinated, you know, taking my, skin out of it of like loving DC and loving Superman and loving Batman and all this stuff. I'm fascinated that so many people get to go watch the same movie and come out and immediately be in two camps. And it's funny that it's coming up to Civil War because it totally is on the internet right now. My yeah. Twitter feed is like Danny Danny Shepard pops up and he's like, I love it. I'm getting texts from people I know who work for DC Comics like this thing sucks. Like it's like back and forth right. all this shit's happening. Like, I mean, have you seen all the, the Civil War memes? Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. One of us? Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm with Tim, I'm with Greg. And Civil, Civil War. Yeah, yeah. And that's, awesome. But that is the interesting thing and I don't, there's, and I don't like like every like there's so many things being tweeted at me of images that are like if you're a DC fan you'll love it and if you're a comic fan you might enjoy it and if you're not and I'm like that's these are all cop out ways to explain yeah. super fucking cop these out. are all cop out answers to explain anything but I do think there is something to it in terms of for me of like it does it is I think a very very accurate representation of a comic book to the screen. And I'm not saying that comic book movies can't be more, shouldn't be more, anything like that. But with the introduction of certain things, this mm-hmm. ending on a cliffhanger of like it is setting up the next thing. Think about like, we you know they just finished the whole uh, run of uh, I'm trying not to spoil stuff. The Batman arc right now, right uh, of the whole Gordon with mm-hmm. Jim Gordon stuff, right? And that ended, and it's like okay, cool. That was a story that led to this point, and it was we're back to everything being normal or whatever. And obviously that was going to happen anyway. But that was what. I don't know, seven months, eight months of that happening over mm-hmm. and over again. So it's like when you sit down and you compile how much money I spent on those eight books at two ninety nine. it's like, okay, that's, you know, a price of a movie ticket, if not more, it took this long. And it's like, well, wait, if we start adjusting our ideas that mm-hmm. 
they work that long on a movie and they give me a movie at that and then I'm going to get Justice League in a year, another 12 months, which will be another part of the story arc. It is very different than what we've seen before because usually what we see is here is the part of the Marvel Universe that's explaining this thing and, you know, Captain America and then you get your Easter egg at the end to tease the next one, whereas this one was very much a tease the entire way while telling you one story thread of it yeah. to get you to this point. It's, it's fascinating. I, I, I mean, just, it was a true comic book movie. Uh, but the thing is, is that like, A, I don't think it has to be a comic book movie to end on a compelling cliffhanger. Batman Begins cliffhanger is way better than this one's. And the, the, the set, like, so, and that's not like a, like just showing the Joker card and talking about all this fucked up shit that's happening. You know, in four years you're going to get, or three years you're going to get this like movie with Joker and you have no idea like what it's about. Like that was way cooler than this like show us like these characters and this weird computer thing. Like I, I was talking about like what, like it, I was talking to Tim about it and we talked about it before. Like they should have never showed any of those characters. They should have just showed their icons with the Easter eggs because this movie's so far up its own ass with its fucking comic references that that would have been even more in line with, with like, well, you didn't read the comics. So how would you know that that's wonder woman's logo or whatever? And that's like the big cop out that a lot of, like you said, that people are saying, it's like, well, it's a comic book movie for comic book fans, DC fans. I'm like, no offense, there aren't that many of you. If you want to make a fucking $250 million movie, you need to make a mass market movie. Now, like, I know Batman more than way, way more than the average person, but I've never read a single fucking Batman comic book. So if you're if you're contingent on me, if you come up to me and you're like, are you a Batman fan? I'm like, yeah, I'm a huge Batman fan. I love Batman. And it's like, well, you got to have read this fucking obscure comic book and this book and this thing to get all the. And I'm like, well, half the people wearing Batman shirts in this in this theater have never read a, com- a Batman comic. I hate to fucking tell you. And like it, it like. So when you're just isolating 95 or percent or more of your audience being like, well, you, this is a comic book movie for combo fans. Like that is the most pretentious bullshit I've ever heard in my life. Like you need to like that's like you're saying it like this is Citizen Kane too. like this is a fucking comic book. I'm not saying you are. I'm saying a lot of people I know, are. Oh, I'm like, not taking this is a comic book movie for comic book fans. And I'm like, dude, this movie is action figures banging together for the last hour. Not even like, well, that's my biggest problem is it's a Zack Snyder movie, which to me, I'm like action. That means action. That means cool, well choreographed and directed scenes. And I didn't get that with this. There was none of the fights besides the Batman fight. Which was fucking awesome. See, everything I thought everything Batman did was awesome, including the Batman v Superman fight. Oh, that that played man. out totally differently than I thought it was going to play out. And you know, Colin, to your earlier point, I just the pro- the problem is the opposite of what you're saying is the, what's going to be the next Spider Man movie. And how many times have we seen a fucking Spider Man origin movie? Like we don't need these characters introduced to us. But we anymore. don't need a Spider Man trilogy again. This is the third time since no, I was but in high school. At the so same that's time, like, let's look at the three main characters that were in this. Right, Batman. Superman and Wonder Woman like if you don't know who these people are and have some cursory knowledge of them like you're probably not going to see this movie to begin with you're not the person that's going to actually go and oh I mean I think Wonder Woman's not not in that camp. I think she's a pretty culturally iconic I don't character. think she is man. Yeah, I agree with like, mainstream like, audiences I think she is I, I, dude I don't like, I, 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 hey, hold on time out time out. I think we're starting to split things up I think Wonder Woman is iconic her the yeah. spa, Star Spangled Things her origin story no but I don't think this movie required you to know that it doesn't it right now you're leaving you're like man she was alive 100 years ago and still looked hot that's interesting what's gonna happen right yeah I don't know I, 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 I think I'm, well, saying, I'm like, just saying that, like I mean like the mother box reference to what's Wonder Woman's origin is in apples apples yeah saying. but well I, I said this a lot in the in my review but it's just like the you never know that she's Diana you never know why this woman is even here and then so there's a yeah, woman that's weird. here and then she's Wonder Woman see, and it's like that's uh, like it's not the same as like the you it's treating the audiences like they know some shit it's like no you're treating the audiences like they're idiots that are just gonna buy anything that's given to them because there's there's well, no setup there at to, all to be candid they are. 
No, I know. As but proven like, by the opening week, this movie's gonna make. It's already made a ton of money. We'll we already enjoyed make it. A ton so why are they idiots? Well, no, I'm not saying they're idiots. I'm just saying like most mainstream people don't wouldn't even ask this question. They're not. Gonna, they're not gonna leave the theater going. I wonder who that person was. I mean, they got. Out the, yeah, they, they are. got a very distinctive beginning, middle, and end for her character. Right? She needed something. She found something at the very end when she was gonna get on a plane. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna choose the, the higher path and I'm gonna go help these guys. And she was able to do that. And for most people, that's probably gonna be enough. They're probably not even gonna know who that was, and they're probably not gonna care because mainstream yeah, audiences don't really know. don't think this much about film. And they're gonna go. Batman was awesome. Superman was pretty cool. That the woman was great. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, but like, the, like I, I agree with you. But and I, I've beaten this drum with you guys, and so I forgive me for, for belaboring this because I know you guys have heard this so many times. But maybe some of the audience hasn't. Like, this movie is a fucking shame because of what they had, and like with with Batman Begins and 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 Rises and Returns or like or not re- Returns, uh, Dark Knight and, and Rises. Like, they had films. That were awesome. Dark Knight Rises is a movie everyone seems to hate now, and it's an 87 on on Rotten Tomatoes. You know what I mean? Like that movie is fucking awesome compared to this movie, in my opinion. And I went back and watched some of it this like a few days ago, just to be like, am I like I watched actually the whole trilogy like six months ago again, mm-hmm. and I love it. Like they're so fucking good. And and uh, I went back and just watched a little bit of like of Dark Knight Rises, and I'm like, this movie is so good. Like, why why take this? action figure banging together Marvel shit. You can't win. You know, like you're not going to win. Do something that is going to differentiate you. I hate to tell you, your characters are not nearly compelling enough to do this. What you're trying to do is not going to work the way you think it's going to work. Like it might work for a few movies, but they do not have this stable of fucking characters that are necessary to do something like Civil War or something like that, which is like a movie that is going to do way better than this movie. And and actually, probably people are probably gonna like it. And and the thing that really bothers me a lot is like, well, we didn't like hearing like Cavill and Affleck being like, well, we didn't make the movie for the critics and stuff. Like, fuck you, that's such a cop out. Because if the reviews were positive, you you wouldn't be saying that. You wouldn't be saying, oh, we don't care what the critics say anyway. Like, we'll go see it. No, they'd be like, oh, it's great that our our movie's getting well reviewed. And it, it bothers me that people are like, well, it's making its money. It must be popular. I'm like, I hate to tell you, like, there are diamond certified albums that are fucking trash. You know that like we can't we can't judge things. It's like what Tim said. Like they'll if you're just going to give you whatever they feed you, then have fun. But this is the same conversation we had a year ago. You guys had like uh, you guys like DC fans had something that differentiated themselves, and you had better fucking movies in Marvel. And now you're just trying to replicate Marvel's thing five years too late. And I just don't get like where this like hodgepodge of of ideas is going to like give you like give DC fans exactly what they want. And when you guys had the opportunity to have fucking movies like real films like like with good fucking directors and it really bothered me to see christopher nolan's name on this as executive producer because bullshit you know like i i there's like there's like 17 executive producers attached to it but that's that's the argument right there right is that we had those films they didn't want to do them anymore right and the the other side of it is i watched two films over this week actually three film three movies over the weekend that i think are relevant to the discussion one i watched the dark knight again and then i also watched justice league war which is an animated movie and those two are by are like the polar opposites, I think, of what this movie could have been, right? And I think it obviously pulls more toward war than it yeah, does. Definitely. Toward it definitely has the an Dark animated Knight, right? feel. But it has that animated feel where it's like things move a little faster than they probably should, and they're a little bit hyper crazy, like uh, a little bit more exaggerated than they should be, and the story's a little bit thinner than it should be. Did I leave war with the same feeling that I always get when I watch Dark Knight? No. Right? But I there are very few movies that actually achieve that level of storytelling. But I will tell you this. When I watched Dark Knight, every time Batman was on screen, I was bored. I am bored now by that because now I have seen what Batman can be. And that's what excites me. And I'm not necessarily going to sit here and defend how great this film was because it's hard. It's hard to defend it. 
it was entertaining, but what I'm super excited about is what Batman can be in a standalone film, if they choose to tell a good story, which I still think they can in this universe. I think they can too, but what I was interested in, because we were talking about what some people were saying, like, well, Superman couldn't have, and I'm not, I, no one doesn't want to do the movies anymore, but you could have you could have kept that universe and continued it. The Dark Knight Rises does end with the possibility of it continuing. They still can. And like, and so it's, and I know Bale doesn't want to do it. It's like, it's fine. You, you switch people out if that's what's necessary, but I would have really been interested in seeing Superman in that universe. You mm-hmm. can do it. Like everything's grounded except for him. You know, like you have it's this an alien from idea, space that can just fuck everyone. You it's know what an I mean? interesting like, idea. It's mm-hmm. an it's fascinating to me. Like, but it's like it's an Elseworlds title where you know that's not your bread and butter. You know what I mean? In Elseworlds being offshot comic books, they do right where it is set something different out of continuity. Mm-hmm. Usually, they want a continuity here. And don't get me wrong, I would have loved to have seen them investigate that. But I think that also needs the master craftsman that is Christopher Nolan and so when he leaves who takes over that and what does happen to that universe and how does it get mutated and fucked up whereas dropping it into this where it is a comic book universe it is a comic book it is an animated film I saw so many people say that that it felt like one of the DC cinematic things and I granted those movies I think can uh, have shown again again that they can be fantastic yeah I watch I also watch Flashpoint uh, oh yeah Flashpoint Red Hood under the Red Hood stuff like that yeah like they do amazing stuff but I don't know it's interesting and like my my counterbalance to Colin Wright is the fact of it's going to be it's it's this reaction this vis- this reaction everybody's having leaving the theater if it's good or it's bad or whatever and da 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 and like if you're going to keep taking it great and they have to differentiate themselves from Marvel I do feel this is different from Marvel and I'm not even talking about quality but in terms of the fact that now more than ever we've done the topic about uh, Jason Todd Joker and you can go find I'm a thousand percent in that that is real and like. I love the fact that that's happening and I love the fact that this movie did have flash out of nowhere pop in and this feet this flash or this vision that maybe a new God implanted in his head and there's mother boxes and like I do, I understand it's a jumbled mess right now and I don't and I hope that I can't like what I keep talking about is I can't wait for Justice League like I would have been toying around in my head with is all these dumb things of like Justice League part one comes out Superman's still dead they're out there they're doing their thing da 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 and then fucking people the dark side comes and starts obliterating motherfuckers and killing people and just like kills one woman and does all the stuff and, and Batman has to send flash and so we get to see him send flash back to you know this movie it's the wrong time he pops out I went no that wasn't right go here go there tell right. him the real thing da 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 and then it resets at the end there they somehow save Superman they move like maybe the Superman dirt at the end isn't as literal as we all think it is, that it's him coming back. Maybe it is. This, you know, There's so much dumb shit they can do to play with it and have fun with it. Right. I don't know. I, I, I'm I fascinated by it, and I do feel that they are going in a different way. And what I'm... My, sorry, I got off my point there. The point I was trying to make is like... I, I agree. Cop-out answer to be like, oh, you're a comic film. It'll be interesting to see if people get invested in this because like it or hate the movie people are talking about the movie I'm talking about this movie and not just I don't think just because I'm a Superman fan looking at conversations I'm not a part of on Twitter where people are talking about dark side and mother boxes that in a way that I never saw anyone talk about age of Ultron age of Ultron ended and it was book closed and we were waiting for the next one and I'm gonna well, say that's, that's good or bad good. yeah well no actually good. Okay, I was gonna say Age of Ultron gets hit, fucking no, bashed all the time it now gets too. bashed for being sure. okay but that's sure. the thing though it See, was yeah. fine but I'm talking about, I thought it was boring me too. I mean, that's my, that's and my it was thing. fun, but it was boring. I, I it's so funny. I actually think that the everyone bringing up the Marvel movies against this, it's like if you look at the comments, even our discussion is just like, oh, the, the fun. It doesn't have the fun of whatever. It's like, dude, we're not even talking about that. It's like those movies, they just they make sense. It's like I wish we could even talk about a different film franchise, like Star Wars. Even you can bring up Star Wars. Yeah, it works. It makes sense. And it's like this to me. 
like the, the rises thing is such an, an, an apt thing where it's like rises has flaws. This has good moments. It's like opposites mm, yeah. where it's like this movie is just a flaw and it has some good things. Whereas rises was good. It had some flaws, you know? And I think like, that's just a big problem. Your whole thing about this all being the, the dark Knight universe. I don't know if that could work just because like that eventually that hits the point of, okay, Superman's cool, but what about fucking Aquaman and, and this and that, whatever, and it gets to the point where it like, just doesn't make sense in that universe. So I get the needing to to reboot and, and whatever. I just think that it's just uh, a, a misstep forward from, from the foundation level of this universe and what it could be. And I like what you're saying about the, if you think of the Flash thing as just the end credit scene, it just happens to be in the movie. Like that's cool. And it's definitely an interesting way to look at it when the other movies come out and it does reference yeah, yeah. how that all works. But then it's just the same problem that like uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 had, which is another one of those comic movies that's just completely panned and the internet fucking hates it. I liked that movie a lot because I'm a Spider-Man fan and seeing it, I'm like, oh, this reminds me of the Spider-Man cartoon. I just had whatever. a conversation with somebody the other day, one of my friends from back home who isn't in, dialed into our world. And he's like, why do people hate Amazing Spider-Man 2? And I'm like, oh, it was fun. But that's the thing. It was fun. But also I can get it. I understand. Sure. Like it is a bad movie. You know, it sure. has a lot of issues. There's way too much going on. And the entire movie isn't focused on making a movie and telling a story. It's it's focused on making 10 other movies. And the, the thing with the, I think the Marvel movies keep getting brought up because the Marvel movies are each a standalone movie. They're always building towards something bigger, but that's just something that's happening. It's never like, oh, this movie needs to happen. So that movie happens. Yeah. It's always this movie's a thing. There's little threads here and there that get picked up and like, oh, yeah, over over time, we know that these fucking Infinity Gems are a thing. Mm -hmm. But it's like, as you're watching it, this gem's important in this movie, this gem's important in this movie. They're not like, I don't know. I think it's just it's a, a more subtle approach that still gives all the shit. But that's why people aren't talking about Age of Ultron that way is that they're just doing it right. But see, I think I mean, I think they're a little stale at this point. And I think that they, not to disagree with you, but I think they're doing, they do exactly what DC just did, right? They have a main story plot and then they seed it in whatever the big overarching bad guy is going to be. And in this one, it's Thanos and that one, it's dark side who, by the way, very similar characters. Yeah, when, it's gonna be uh, funny to see who, hilarious who see, that's how many people are confused by both. In Age of Ultron, uh, that the scene with Thor was so fucking out of nowhere because it was one of the first times in the the Marvel movies that they did that. They did just all right. Here's the plot. Here's a random ass side story that has nothing to do with this movie. And right. It's totally setting up the other shit and like and it's like a, so like a many, sore thumb there. Exactly. Yeah. There's been so many interviews with Whedon talking about how he's like, yeah, this is why I'm done. Like they're getting way too into making sequels and sequels and sequels instead mm -hmm. of doing making shit. Movies, it's like, yeah. it took pretty long to hit that point. With this, it's like, before it even started, it was already there. Yeah, I mean, it is, again, There's there, there are a lot of flaws in this film. Um, but I feel like it's it's just, it's going to be unique to see how this one base kind of splinters out and spiders out to all the rest of the films. I, I don't have a, a high amount of hope for the Wonder Woman movie. I don't know what it's really, you know, just based on how they've introduced her, that the MacGuffin of like what she needed, which... Was one of those moments where you're like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I mean, she this is the digital really age, know. and she's got a picture that she's trying to get back. Like, what is that? Doesn't that makes no sense? Um, there's lots of things like that in this film. I'm stoked about Wonder Woman, if, if only because like I think that that the standalone movie has a chance to do what Thor did, which is here's a character that no one gives a fuck about, right? A general popular. No, I totally, thing. I totally agree. So you go in, you're like, eh, there's no way Wonder Woman's gonna be good, and then you go and you're like, oh. I actually care about this character. Yeah. I understand this. This all makes sense. Do you think the photo thing you're too hung up on just because that's how they set it? Because I agree. I'm doing it wrong. They're like, here's something of mine that I want back, right? And it's a photo. But there's a whole folder about her. Like, I took it as like she wanted to know how much he knew about her. 
more than he she wanted the one photo. Yeah, I just it wasn't clear. Yeah, it just it just was jumbled. And because because what the way they set it up was that he had it was there was an old archive photo that was sitting in a in a, yeah, a vault somewhere that she had to go get. And then it's just this email picture of her that by the way looked like she was cosplaying one day. Yeah, and that could have been easily explained but, away by like, yo, we just recreated this old picture. Like they did do, have like, a, a really bad soundtrack you know I mean? to go along with the picture Dun. every time they showed it. Scott, God, God, God. You want to listen to Scott, it? I have it on my God, Spotify playlist. I, I have a question. Really I have a question for you guys. I so one of the, one of the big things that everyone seems really hung up about is the whole uh, Batman killing people. Do we feel honestly? Like, are they? I yeah. expected oh, way more about oh, it, but I still—they're all like, it's okay for Batman to kill people because he's dark. Superman shouldn't have killed anybody. I'm like, yeah, fuck yourself. Do oh, I'm seeing a lot. Would would it rectify it if when they went back and told that story about because they will eventually tell a story about him killing the Joker? I would imagine, or about uh, Robin dying. Mm-hmm. And if that's the moment, that's the tipping point where he starts killing, would that rectify it for you guys in your brain? It's not, I don't think it's broken for me. This, I mean, this goes back to the whole problem where people are like, why is Superman so dark? Why is so emo? Why is Batman killing people? Why is this? And it's like, you motherfuckers can't have it both ways. Yeah. Where you sit here all the time and say, Superman's boring, and I know he's just a Boy Scout, and da-da-da. Well, we changed it. I want the old Superman back. No, fuck you. You can't have it. It's the same way here of like, mm-hmm. I'm sick of the same Batman stories over and over again. We changed them up. Oh my god, this isn't Batman. I'm like, no. We have 75 years of Batman totally being like I won't kill anybody yeah, and throw, of course throwing fucking batarangs into the barrel of a gun and exploding yeah, exactly. like, ah, and how okay, many times I, I mean like I this is the whole thing of like their universe which I enjoy and boring. I know is more warped than usual now but like when I was talking about it, like this their universe is supposed to be at least I still think you know, superheroes are here now in our world right now right and I'd fucking want him to kill a joker and all these thugs and all these dudes because if you kill the joker how many times how many people you save you throw him in Arkham he keeps breaking out and murdering yeah, people just killing people yes I don't I don't want you to be judged during an executioner I'd prefer if you could handcuffed like the guy to the radiator and brand him and then oh the sex offender was killed in prison Jimmy Jilliker is so sorry for you you know sucks, what I mean yeah, like, sucks for you. I, I imagine Batman's you know has a better track record than you mm-hmm. know DNA evidence yeah but he also no. probably doesn't say Jiminy Jilliker's Jiminy Jilliker's radioactive man yeah. uh, no I didn't have a problem with it I don't mind a different interpretation of these characters I'm with you on that good mm-hmm. you um, care Colin no, I, I, it's funny to me, like how co- more congruent this Batman was with Nolan's universe though, which was, which was the, the, what, what I was so fascinated about it was just like, wow, this is like way darker than Bale. And this movie's certainly not even remotely as dark as those movies. So I, 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 there was some weird dissonance there for me, but I don't mind that. I mean, I, because I have no, I'm not married to like any idea of Batman other than the, like Batman represents something. He can be anything at all. As long as he has, like, to me, like I'm drawn to him because he's a person, he's a man. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's why I like him. But the the bigger thing I was wondering with the people's resonance, like the people had problems with Superman stuff. Some people that I was reading or whatever in this, and I'm like, I'm just wondering, like how what, do you how you could even do Superman? Right? What were the problems with him in this one? I think people just thought he was like like uh, like we were saying, like a little like um, oh emo. Yeah, like like, and I was just like, well, that's uh, that's how would know, you deal with the whole planet doesn't know if they want you? Like I like that about like that was yeah, the whole I thing I stepped away from. I was like, I've liked Henry Cavill from the get the jump. Right, I didn't like. I didn't not like Lois and Man of Steel, but I felt like her character and him didn't have the connection and they make out and them. It's weird. But this one, like they felt in love and I love the rapport and I love when he calls her low and I love, you know what I mean? Like they do so much, but like for him, I thought it was played really well. I thought his performance was really well done of like, you know, he's watching the TV where they're doing like the, all the inner cuts of people debating Superman or whatever. And they come back to him. And he's on the couch. And he's just like, like just like shaking Fuck. his head or whatever. Right. Right? How do and I then, win? Yeah. Like even when he sits there, like, and like, you know, I have to convince him to help me or in the, which I know a lot of people think is a way too forced of a conclusion from the Lex thing. But like even his, his dealing with Lex on the roof to coming down and like his facial, his face when he's like, 
I gotta convince him to help me or I gotta, and then he, and he's like, nobody stays good in this world and takes off. It's like, that's cool and that's true. And I know, again, it's people, Superman is supposed to be, you know, this virtue of values and you know, bright shining star. And it's like, well, you get bored with that. You say that you're bored with that. You say that that's a boring character. So yeah. they give him depth and make it, him doubt himself and make him worry about all these things. But if you can't have it both, it, the, the, the unfortunate truth about, or the unfortunate maybe reality of it is that Superman's just not, like, just, you can't do him. Like, you know, like, that's like, not true, though. I, I just don't know. I think the, the unfortunate reality is that everybody's a pussy. All these hypocrites who are like, he's boring that way. And then they change him, like, don't do him that way. It's like, at this point, you have to clamp down and be like, this is the Superman in this universe. And until this universe blows up on the on the fucking landing pad or you stop seeing these movies like we're going to show you that this can be this guy and that he can have these emotions and like we get into how is he going to get hurt outside of kryptonite and have it not be boring and blah, blah, blah. like that's a separate argument you know what i mean but in terms of like characterization hmm. I, I i just i don't know i the thing is, is that i wanted this i wanted to like this movie and i thought i was going to it wasn't until the 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 uh the the tr- uh the, the review started to come out and then people's and you guys came back and, Tim, and I was like, oh, maybe like, I don't know. I just I was way more optimistic about this movie than I was about Suicide Squad. Now I now I don't really know. I don't think they have anything to lose with Suicide Squad for sure. Like they're just that's gonna, why I think yeah. people are going to like it. it. They're going to come. What it is. They're yeah. going to come out and be like, oh, well, that was way better. I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I really I just wanted them to finish the movie that you just talked about of Superman feeling all emotional about sure. all that stuff because it just kind of like I was in and then it just turned into a, a fight scene. I hear. And here's more bad guys. And more I hear. Shit. That's what I'm saying. Then it's like, the, yeah. Then it, the, the, the funeral scene. It's like, is that supposed to represent that Earth realized that they needed him? Like, no, I don't know. I'm it with just, you. No, this is that that is such an interesting story. You watch the trailers and it's like, fuck, that's a cool thing of he's dealing with the events from the first movie. And, yeah. and but see, I feel like that's still set up. And, and to that degree, I think he's still a conflicted character at the end of the film. There there is still a portion of the world that doesn't like him, and there's still a portion of the world that, that loves him. And so until they can rectify that, he will not be the Superman, the other Superman. That's I think that's what they're driving toward. Is like once he saves the world from Darkseid. Then he will be. He will take the mantle of Superman, like he, like everyone thinks he's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. He will be the moral right, the, the the person that everyone looks up to, the one that can help everyone to do better. But he's still. We're still stuck in his origin story. Like he starts this movie, and people are like, "Where the fuck is this guy? He can't be doing this shit. He needs to come, you know, account for his actions." Whereas I feel like two movies from now they're gonna be like, "Go ahead, you, you're, do you're it, Superman. You do you. We won't nuke you in the sky. The yeah, shot when you're clearly punching him out of the orbit of the Earth." <laughs> The yeah. shocking thing that we haven't even they can track where they're going, but they didn't realize what his game plan was on that one. The shocking thing we haven't even talked about is like Lex Luthor, which who I thought was fucking atrocious, and and that was the one the one thing that I was like, I was I was like, oh, I, I like like the the trailer stuff with him. Like I was like, oh, I, I I like him. He's a little fucking crazy and weird. Like he just got worse and worse and worse in my opinion as the movie went on. Where I was like, you are playing a store brand Heath Ledger's Joker. And like you're not like that is what this character is to me. And I was mm-hmm. reading a lot of that like where I was like I walked out of there with that, and a lot of people said that. And I was like, huh, I guess I'm not like I didn't feel that way alone. I was just like this character kind of this villain kind of sucks, and I don't really understand his motivation other than he doesn't like Superman. And he's like manipulating people. I'm like, but like it's boring. I don't really There's see the, more to it the Joker stuff. I agree that like it got worse as the movie goes on. Mm-hmm. I really liked him in the beginning. Yeah, like I'd say through maybe like forty percent of the movie, I was like totally on board, and then then it just lost it for me. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll agree with that. Like, I think that was the thing that was most disappointing for me was I like my Lex Luthor when he doesn't get caught. I like my Lex Luthor when you can't prove he's the one that did it. Sure. You know, because he's so smart because he's that's his superpower is that he's smarter than everyone else is that he's able to be like the Frank Underwood of the DC universe. Right. And so they manipulate all those things. And then Superman knows it's him, but he can't prove it. Yeah. And so he can't do anything about it. Right. But in this one, he straight up was like, I'm going to be not only a mass murderer, but I'm also going to kidnap your mom. So 
Like, here's a picture of her just in case you weren't you know like what the fuck man like yeah you're a psychopath all of a sudden <laughs> yeah i didn't i mean it's not that I, i'm with you right that's this the lex i like i i didn't necessarily dig yeah like my whole thing was i liked him in the beginning i liked where it was going okay cool and then when he starts going off maniac mountain and he's fucking doing kidnapping moms and doing all this shit like what and then when he shaves his head i was like what and then when he finally is like ding ding i'm like oh Oh, okay. You're in on the dark side thing, but I didn't like. Again, I needed that. I needed something in there. I needed it to be explained that yeah. that's what you're building at. And so, like, it's the same thing. I can't sit here in the glass house I just built and be like, "I miss my Lex Luthor." After I'm like 75 years, I've had that Lex. You know what I mean? Right, right, I don't right. mind you experimenting with Lex, but I don't. I didn't appreciate Lex being just an underling, right? You know what I mean? Unless now he's gonna get sprung and get power armor, and maybe that was the deal he made with Dark Side that when he comes, he's gonna get kick ass fucking purple and green armor to fucking get out and run an injustice gang or whatever. Well, yeah, it's really dark purple and green. That's it's going to be really dark. It's going to be black. Um, but I mean, but that's the thing. Like, that's what I always like about Luther is that like, even when he loses, he wins. Yeah. Right? He's got that alternate angle of things. He's always coming out of something like he's always finding a way to win. He's always one step ahead of you at the end of the yep. movie. Right. Yep. And so that's why I feel like that they didn't really accomplish that. And also just looking at that deleted scene today, it doesn't look, it doesn't look like dark side even factored in until, after doomsday was made and well the so, argument the argument i've heard about it and if you don't mind me cutting you off no sorry, no that's it that's which i don't fully understand either but it's possible is that when he goes into the ship and uses zod's fingerprint and says teach me everything they might have ta- taught him about apocalypse and dark side there but and i'm with you if that's true then what the, i don't understand yeah what were we you're building to erase kill to kill superman hoping he'd kill they'd kill each other at the same time but then if you weren't doing it to rid the world of these heroes for dark side we were just doing it to rid the world of here i don't yeah yeah also what was your game plan there you're going to create something that's unstoppable and then what also a great point yeah but i mean again but, but again that plays in fine if it is that he's just prepping the world for dark side come down and get make him a king okay dark side comes down dark side would omega beam doomsday to wherever it'd be fucking over you know right, what i mean like right. i get that part but i again i need to know was it him communicating through the ship for mm-hmm. the first time or was it him already having an established relationship? I don't know. These are questions that are un- r- remain unanswered. Here's my final question. But mother yeah. boxes are there, so it's possible. They are there. How'd they already get there? Um, do you feel like they're going to do away with the Clark Kent alter ego? Excellent question. Thank you for asking it. My, I think it goes one of two ways. Mm-hmm. If Justice League starts up and Superman is punches through the casket or they've He's got like, him in... Puts the tie back well, on. No. <laughs> I'm good. I, I don't know who they buried. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. empty coffin. Well, I mean, that's what they did in Death and Return, so it's not out of the fucking question. But uh, I, 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 my, I think the uh, the death of the dual identity makes sense, right? Because it's stupid. Why do you need it? Yeah, it's totally dumb. It's dumb. And I still stand by. Like, I think Perry kind of knows. Yeah, I, I, I think everyone knows that was only, that was another problem with this movie. Everyone's like, "What's up, Bruce? What up, Clark?" Like everyone yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. knows who everyone is. Yeah, Why yeah. bother wearing the mask? But I think it goes one of two ways. Where if it opens up and Superman is still dead, mm-hmm. and what I just pr- talked about with like going back in time, going back in time solves that problem, right? If you get there and tell them and stop it, then okay, cool. The, the death of Superman never happens, and then we're fine, and Clark's there. If if ju- if Justice League happens and he's fucking back or about to be back, then I think they just remain dead. He's got it right. Because what's the point? Yeah. yeah low, the, the, and that's the thing. Like the big tension there was that Lois never knew who he was. So you had the B storyline of like him always being in love with Lois, but her being in, the, in love with the wrong person. Like you're talking classic. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's like, you're an idiot, Clark Kent. 
you should be more like Superman. Yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, how do I rectify this? Because yeah, yeah. I am Superman. And you're like, oh, that's kind of annoying. Why don't you just tell her? Yeah. But she's just known from the get go. Yeah. So, which I liked. Which is awesome. Which was great about Man so of Steel. So why do you fucking bother work? Like, that's the other thing is all the time he spends working at the Daily Planet, he could be out saving people. But he needs some normalcy. He needs a connection to humanity. Oh, I don't know about that. He's, he's got be, a connection. He needs to be somewhere and where she's he can smoking see stuff. hot. <laughs> yeah. And he connects with her in that bathtub pretty, yeah, uh, he does. pretty nice, if you know what I'm talking <laughs> about. Yeah, buddy. Call but anyway. Him. What do you feel about those mother boxes? Those are the weird boxes in the it was in the cyborg cyborg layer there. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't even. I. I but see, to me, I, just, I can't. I, I. I. I don't know. I just don't know about all this. I just don't know. That's, you know but to me, it's the same as going like the the tesseract, and people are like, "Oh, okay. What the fuck? What the fuck is that? Well, secretly, it's actually one of the power gems that." Thanos is going to stick in his glove. I think it goes. And what the fuck? I don't know. You already lost me. What's going on there? I I I agree to an extent, but at least they did go. This is the Tesseract, and not have it just be like that. that it was like the box. It's it's not even the problem of the box. It's the problem of the box being a symbol of dark side, being a symbol of apocalypse, and that this is setting up that this is happening. And that why is what's the point of this movie? The point of this movie is dark side and mm-hmm. this one guy clearing it out for dark side or however this is all playing but, out, or that he's already influenced the world. But when you remove the, the rep, when you have the visual references, but nobody's saying that's what that's that is. True. That's very that's true. when it gets like it's cool for me, and I love fucking talking about it and talking like Poe and I left, and I was explaining dark side and apocalypse and the fucking parademons. I'm like, this is gonna be so cool. Well, let me ask you this. We really should wrap this up, but I do have this fundamental question. Sure. Superman attracts all of these enemies, right, from being on planet Earth. So, like, it's his fault all of this is happening anyway. That's, like, a huge problem. Like, no, none of them would ever have come to Earth. None of them. What do you Not mean? 100% true. Not, not a hundred. No, to the, the dark thing? side thing. The dark side thing. Dark side is wants to rule the universe. He's looking for planets with intelligent life. So that's the whole thing. And he comes just randomly comes across Earth. I, well, I mean, we'll see how they do it. But there was already a mother box on Earth. It's not like that was sent for Superman. I don't know. Like that's that's a question I don't have the answer for you because again, the movie's giving me no frame of reference for. Because I thought so. like all of his enemies. Zod were like, came. Zod came to Earth because yeah, was, he activated the ship or whatever. So it just seems to me it's like, but that's now you're talking like it's Batman. like a chicken if, or the egg. If thing. Batman wasn't Batman, then he, none of the Bat villains would be there. Sure, they would be. Joker would still exist. Not what well, depends it's on the been order. An argument in the the whole thing. It, yeah, and that's the whole. And or that's, that's even, Gordon's point. Like in the thing, we get bulletproof vests. They get armor piercing bullets. Da, 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 yeah, da. but we get you. This happens. But there's still be the League of Shadows, like League of Assassins. They would have still existed. Sure, but, I, killed, but I mean, like that's the whole Gotham. thing. Darkseid would still exist. Zod would still exist. Maybe somebody else would stumble upon the ship and somehow figure it fuck around. Gotham, that's true. take back ah, your Jesus city. God, I'm gonna hold you <laughs> hostage for eight months. Why? I don't know. Three months. Thank was, you. Was it three months? The Trigger Man. What was the point of that? Again? <laughs> I gotta go back and watch that film again. But was it yeah. just to? I'll prove tell you right now. People. I'll tell you right now. Stop talking about it. The topic next week is Batman v Superman v Dark Knight Rises, which okay. comes from the conversation yeah. of the video review, oh God, which it's a slaughter. Unbelievably stop, blows stop. my mind. I said stop. I said stop. Blows my mind. Peter, stop with this. It blows topic. my mind that there's so many people out there that agree with you. Pe- get in here, Ramon Peter. Ramon Peter. Batman v Superman's better yeah, than Dark Knight Rises. Topic two. Ramon's topic, everybody. Look at him walking in here, y'all. Look at him all suave. This musician. This gentle giant, we call I him. Uh, I didn't hear any spoilers. Good. Good. I was listening to the new record from the band called Pine Grove, which I really love. In are they between, from New Jersey? They are. In between songs, I did hear something along the lines of no store, store brand 
uh, Heath Ledger's <laughs> Joker. Joker. Yeah. Okay, excellent. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure I heard no that frills. Right. Pa- Pathmark, okay. no frills. Pathmark brand, no frills. Heath Ledger. Yeah. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Ravone, Ramon Navarro. Ravone. I almost said your. I was trying. I almost did Ramon Navarro's your Twitter handle, which is confusing for me as well. Now you're Colin's best friend. How long have you known Colin? Um, about what is it now? Almost thirteen years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're a musician. Mm-hmm. I of am. course, everyone remembers your, you and your band were on Seth Meyers. It was Ramon Navarro's and oh, yeah? some other clowns. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Kevin, link that in the description. And don't get fucking donut crumbs all over the goddamn house. We got ants. I want to point out that earlier today, I by mistake used the mug that Kevin traditionally uses, which. Yeah. Because I couldn't find mine because I didn't look that hard for it. I didn't look that hard for it, but I I look I give it a cursory look, five seconds, not there. Kevin to fucking spite me is now using my mug. Classic. Oh, I forgot him. I forgot. That's who he is. That's what I deal with. And when you guys in the, in the on Twitter and in the comments are like, be nicer to Kevin. Exhibit A. Exhibit A. I understand why why does it matter to you? Does he, it hurt you that I'm using your mug? using his mug. By accident. And then he so? did it on purpose to use mine. He's putting his spit all over Walken's face. Oh, Lord. It's not fine. Little known, little known fact, I use that for bacon grease all the time. That's why it tastes so good. <laughs> you know I like bacon grease. Yeah, I know. I like me some grease in my bowels. And then I let it sit overnight so that you can scoop it out with like a paper towel and just throw it in the garbage. All right. Yeah. A, that's a visual. Tim's got something to say. I do. <laughs> we should probably break for 15 so we can take this call. Okay. It's at 4 because mm. it's already 4 o'clock. <laughs> I can reschedule a call too, but yeah, we should. Thanks, Ramon. I mean, I it's been a great show. <laughs> Thanks for having me, <laughs> Ramon. What's your topic? Keeping in touch. Um, wondering if you guys, as you get older, is it becoming harder oh, yes, to yes, yes, yes. be able to keep in touch with the people that you're close with? Um, is technology making it seemingly easier, but also harder at the same time? Just wondering what you guys think. I think technology makes it easier. I think it makes it less. I think it makes it easier, but I also think it disguises the the fact that you are, in fact, not actually keeping in contact with people. You're keeping them at bay to a certain degree sometimes. Like like texting, for instance, is a way to sort of not talk to people. I often find sometimes. Yeah. And I have to remember, I have to remind myself that like I, in order to really actually have a conversation with someone, you need to pick up the phone, call them and have a good hour long conversation with a person. Otherwise, you're just sort of popping in and out of each other's lives. I mean, that's, a, and that is a relationship. I'm not saying that's bad, but at the same time, like you need to, I always have to force myself to remember to like, you know, call my parents every once in a while. I think the other day it was like, it had been like two months since I talked to my parents. I'm like, I should probably call them. You're just yeah. using the wrong emojis. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I use exclusively the poop and the really smiley face emoji. The one goes like, yeah, yeah, I that like one. that one a lot too. I, I like love that one. one. It's so my like favorite. the line of teeth. Yeah, there's no corners to the mouth. Just like, <laughs> yeah, like, it's interesting. I think, I think, Technology's made it easier to stay in contact with people, but the that ease has also made us all feel like we're worse at it. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're in touch with too many people now. I imagine back in the day when Nick was growing up, you went off the and 20s. stuff. You know what I mean? You started people started you started parsing people off. You know what I mean? You had your core group of best friends that you could have a conversation with on the phone or hit up through a letter or this that or the other. But then we never lose touch with anyone anymore. You know what I mean? Now it totally is. I wonder what this person from high school is doing. Go to Facebook. Oh, there they are. Two kids doing this. Da, da, da. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm, in, I'm 
then know all about their lives or something. But before you never would have worried about that. They're gone. They're dead. You don't care. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But doesn't that doesn't that make a superficial? Doesn't that form a lot of superficial like contacts that you feel forced to keep in contact with? Like it's the nature of life that we just it moves on right relationships develop and they, they blossom and sometimes they stick around and sometimes they just kind of run their course but like i have to find that people will reach out and that i haven't talked to in years and be like yo what's up like should hang out i'm like i i haven't talked to you in years like i don't yeah have any inclination to reconnect with you otherwise we clearly would have connected like i still talk to people that i still talk to my some of my best friends from like seventh grade mm-hmm. and those are people that when they call i'm like oh i should pick this up i haven't talked to ryan in so long i haven't talked to Stu in a while um, but there are those other like Facebook is fake. Like it's just, it just is. Like there's not a lot of real shit happening on Facebook. Even people that yeah. that go out there and say like I have these real issues. Um, I just I find that there's still a, a level of fakeness to that interaction, where you're still you're asking people for sympathy or asking people for support. And while you're getting it, like isn't it? Wouldn't it be better if that person picked up the fucking phone and was like, Yo, what's going on with you? Like, should we get together? Like, do you need someone to come over to your house and take care of you right now? But I think that's when you start getting into how the people you are really close to, the people that would right. call and do that. I think and that's what I think. I think the fact that, like, you have a gajillion friends on Facebook or you know what's happening, these, like, not superficial, but the people who are on, like, the outskirts of your friendship circle, you know a lot about. I know so much about, like, you know, you check Facebook you know, or even Twitter. I know about former coworkers' kids and that and the end. And I don't know anything about that on, like, my... Like my friends from high school, right? Right. Like they don't use social media that way. So I don't know. I, you know, I went to Vegas with Poe this past weekend and caught up with him and stuff. And like, I didn't know some of the things going on in his life. And that makes me feel like a bad friend. But then again, we are both the type not to want to get on the phone and talk at length for a million different things. You know what I mean? Sure. But to your earlier point, like, doesn't that, doesn't that create some sort of sort of artificial or fake like relationship with people no it does and that's what i'm saying is it's so easy to get hung up on that and be like i can't believe that i know jane doe's kid's birthday or this just happened and i don't know what's happening in poe's life but in reality i don't really know what's happening in that person's life i'm watching like a tv show right so i feel like i'm closer to that person Mm -hmm. when in reality i'm not it's that it's that it's all your perception yeah i mean for me i couldn't disagree more with what with what you were saying from the beginning of like i think it just weeds people out that i don't need in my life like the people that I still talk to and the people whether it's a phone call or a text or hanging out or hanging out at Starbucks whatever it is like those people are always have been there and will be there and I feel yeah. like the acquaintances on Facebook or whatever it is like I don't think that texting is any less legitimate than a phone call or Thank hanging you. out or whatever Thank you. In the, just in the sense that like I mean I grew up using AIM and it's like I would mm-hmm. AIM everybody but the conversations I had with my core group of motherfuckers those are the ones that matter and you, you some of these people they go off to do school or whatever. So I don't see him for a year at a time or I only see him during, uh, you know, summer or spring break or whatever it is. Um, or they move to work in a different state or whatever. Whenever I do see them, we, you know, catch up like I'm sure you guys do where it's like not a day has passed. Sure. In between that time, we'll have a phone call here, but I think even more important than the phone calls, cause the phone calls really are. All right, let's catch up. Let's have an hour long conversation of where you are in your life. The single word text, responding to something that just happened is I think way more important. That's the things where I'm like, this is our relationship. And like, this is us keeping in touch is here's one joke. Here's one response. I'm not going to talk to them for three more months, but we had that moment. And that's sure. really what mattered. So I can, I can, I can see that for like keeping the fire lit, you know, but I mean to me, like, and, I, and that is important because I do do that with a lot of my friends. I'll just like occasionally randomly text horrible pictures to people. Just let them know I'm still alive. You always get the response back. I'm like, that's what I was listening. Um, but 
I just I still don't think that's a real relationship. Right? I still think that that's like that's a way of saying I'm I'm pushing you off until I have time for you. And is that it? might be six months. That are. might be nine months. Like yeah, that that's, moment, Nick, that is you. But like, that's, that's the most you. Right. But that's and to Greg's earlier point. Like we just have what is the point of keeping 90 of those relationships going? Like when you you could be keeping the five real relationships in your life going that you really needed. Like, well, I'm not sending those pictures to more than five people. You know what I mean? I'm not talking about the, true. the mass text I send mm-hmm. people. I'm talking about this thing that I want to say, I'm saying to this person mm-hmm. because they want to hear it, you know? And I think that's the the difference is, man, like, yeah, fuck that. I don't want 90 super close friends. I got my group, right. you know? And like that group is, it it's solid and it is what it is. And we're spread out a little bit, but it's like, I, I talk to them. I can't imagine talking to them more. I guess that's my thing is mm. it's like, I keep in touch with them literally as much as, as humanly possible. Just given what the does fact that, that mean? we what have does that lives. Mean? What does as much as humanly possible mean? Is there a it's schedule different phone for each calls? Person. Okay, okay. I mean, and that's, I think that's the most important part. It's like, like my relationship with Kevin, it's like, oh. I literally see him every day. Too yeah. much. And some and might the, say too much. Some would, but it's like, that's just what we do. It's like, we leave work, we go get dinner together. Then we get home and we'll text each other at least once about something, you know, that's just, that's what we do. But then my other friends, like, like Curran, who's my, like my best friend since middle school, like he, now I live with him. But even then it's like, we only get our 10 minutes a day of kind of just like, back and forth talking shit or whatever. But it's like, even when there was times when I, when he was in college or whatever, and I'd only see him on weekends or, you know, a little, like maybe once a week, it's like, that's just what we did then. Or my, my other really good friend, Winnie, now she's at going to Yale. And it's like, this is the least I've seen her in my entire life since I've, since I've been a, a human being that actually had emotions and thoughts. Like I was in contact with her constantly. And now it's like, I speak to her way less, but doesn't make our relationship any less valuable or when I, when I talk to her and have that, whether it's an hour long catch up or a three minute, she called me, Hey, I, I'm about to shoot something, but what's up? Like that doesn't tarnish the relationship at all. I feel like I am just as much in touch with her as I've ever been. Mm. I feel like, uh, there's only four people I ever talked to on the phone, like with any regularity at all. It's, it's, uh, my mom and my dad and Ramon and Aaron. Other than that, like, I don't talk to anyone on the phone. I don't like getting phone calls from people. It's weird. Like, you know, like, like, from the, like, out, like, you know, like more peripheral people when someone's calling me, I'm like, why are you calling me? Cause like, to me, it's like, uh, so, something bad happened. That's what I always think about when oh, I yeah, see like some rings. random person. I'm like, are you yeah. like, who the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. Is this like either like a doctor's appointment that I forgot about or someone's dead? <laughs> Did I because no one, because like no one, no one calls each other anymore. I, I wish I talked to a few other people more, like my siblings and stuff. But we just really text. To more to more to Nick's point though, like I just feel like the, the cell phones and like email and especially text messages and stuff like have given people a way to get in touch with you, where it's like people expect a response. Like it's too easy to get in touch with people, and and Dude, then like so, and then you like keep Instagram these, the other day and was like, "Yo, I'm in town for tonight. Hit me up," and I'm like on Instagram. That's how the kids do it now. I mean, anyway, like, fuck like, you. You have my cell phone. Like, why yeah. would you choose Instagram? That is the annoying part when what you see you fuck? find a DM or something from somebody. Clearly, who's like, you didn't care about getting in touch with me. You, you my phone. Sorry to interrupt you, Colin. I apologize. No, it's fine. I just, I just, to me, it's just like that's the thing. I, I like, I get random texts from some people sometimes where I'm like, cool. It's cool to like hear from you, <laughs> but like, I, like we're not like boys or anything like that. Like, I don't need to. Like, we don't need to keep in touch just because we. Ken, right. I'm not trying to be a dick. It's just like I agree with you. Like, it's nice to to focus on the 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 relationships you do have and and harness whatever energy you have to kind of maintain those relationships as opposed to like spreading yourself too thin. And that's the lesson I think of a cell phone and text messaging specifically is just 
social media is largely bullshit. It's just fun, a fun way to interact with other people and your friends specifically. But um, the whole text message thing is like, it's just too easy. And then like when you don't get back to someone, you feel bad about it. But it's like, I like, what do we have to say to each other? This is weird. Like, I don't want to hang out or I don't like, we have nothing to say to each other. Like you said, <laughs> we haven't seen each other in several years or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I do think that like, the way we used to communicate, like the way we used to communicate when we were younger, when we knew, like, I remember, I still remember the phone numbers of like my friends when I was a kid yeah, before right, I had a yeah. cell phone. And I, like, I'll always remember those numbers, but I don't know anyone, I don't know anyone's phone number today because it's just like in my phone and you just, it's just very easy. It's very casual. And so, you know, so I find it frustrating in a sense because like there are times where I'm like, I just, I get a phone call even from someone I love that I want to talk to. And I'm like, I just don't want to talk to you right now. Yeah. Right. You know? And like, there's no way, like, you know, I saw it. Like we all have our cell phones far up our assholes, right? You know, like yeah, I mean, you know, like like you that's the thing. Vibrate though, <laughs> and we've all been on the other side too, where it's like I totally called you or texted you, and now you're tweeting or like now it's sure, like it's sure. like yeah, oh, well, that's and, yeah, that, and it's, so it's just too. It's just like that's the shitty thing is you can't lie to anyone anymore. You're like, yo, I'm just laying low this weekend, and then someone's like, yo, but on your Twitter you're at a fucking bar right now. I can tell, and I'm like, well. Yeah. Shit. Well, that promotes being a good friend. Call you know? me out. <laughs> Fucking don't lie. Well, let's take the shit. hint. That's you got to take, take the social hint on that's that. It's like one. I don't want to hang out with you. But yeah, I'm just tell them that then. I mean, like that's the thing is you like know you can't say but that, but can't the, Yes, say you that. can though, and that's the weeding people. out. Or just say I'm doing this thing. Can I come? You know? No. Yeah. Okay. What time should I be there? Because it's Wait, my other friend's thing. But That's I love Colonel. Cool. Yeah, I'm a big Colonel fan. Why Kern's can't I hang out? Colonel loves it. The Colonel loves it. Colonel. See, I picture a Colonel of corn. That's I picture the Colonel. To me, to me, it, it, it's it's really just a matter of like there are people that have had my number. Like my number has been the same forever, and like there are people that have had like five like, five five Italian beef. Yeah, Italian beef. <laughs> five 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 Italian beef. Um, there are people that like I hear randomly. And I'm like, well, like I don't even know who the fuck this is, because like, yeah. I haven't had the number or. People that I just casually give my number to in the past few years that like text me over and over again. And it's like, yeah, come on. Like, I'm not trying to be a dick. I, I really am not trying to be a dick. It's just like, we're not, we're not at that level. We don't have to text about everything. Right. Like, I, I, I don't. And do you ever get like, hey, I, I texted you a couple days ago. What's going on? And you're just yeah. kind of like, I didn't respond to you. Yeah. Like uh, I, 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 so, but well, to, hey, to be fair, sometimes I do like, we get so many text messages that I legitimately I miss text. Oh, your text messages are, you're ridiculous though. Like how many text messages? Let, let me see your phone right now. Oh. No, how many do I have like that are unread. like I've unread. never seen anything More like importantly, this in my how life. many emails are unread or if it was possible to go in your head and see how many emails you have read but have no what idea is your, what is your me- text at right 28 now? 28 messages. Oh, that's not messages. bad. What I saw is <laughs> not bad. 10 notifications no, on the phone. I remember seeing it at like 90. 1,800 emails. Wow. I remember seeing it at like 90. That's unfathomable to me. I'll read every text. You don't know if I read it or not. It's not a big deal. The thing is, I read every text, but I don't, I don't know why some of these go unread. I well, think it's, it's because, because of group messages. You, you don't click on the messages. You just read them when they're on your phone. Oh, okay. That's fair. And then that's it. So I, I just, that's a, it's problematic in the sense that I just, I need it. We don't have privacy anymore. The only way to have privacy from people is to just ignore them, and that's that's, and that's, that's the thing. And that's right? a huge and that's a huge problem for me. But like, the, it goes both ways. Like, I can uh, Ramon and I talk on the phone like once a month, maybe for like several hours. Yeah. But I'll, and I talk to Aaron probably, I don't know, like 10, 15, 20 hours a week sometimes on the phone. But I won't talk to like and like because like we'll just be on the phone like from one till four in the morning or something like that. Yeah. And the time just goes by fast. But if I'm on the phone that long with like my like, you know. Guidance counselor. Yeah, like just just someone. Like I'd be like Milk staring at the clock, being like, "What the fuck?" I mean, it makes me wonder if I had any conversation with you where it was like four a.m. and we were like, "You want to go to sleep?" <laughs> I'll hang up first. <laughs> you want to hang up? 
But like for the people that like you really do have something to say to that you don't see every day. The phone, talking on the phone is effective. That's why I talked to Aaron. That's why I talked to Ramon because mm-hmm. it's like we can do we can text back and forth for 10 hours. Or we can just talk to for two. Nah, see, I love texting because it gets to the point. Here's what I have to say. What do you have to say about it? We're good. I Thanks. hate so, it though. Notice, what's the weather like? You're a deep size. What's going on? You're a short texter. You're yeah, a I short texter. I don't like texting you. Yeah, me neither. I like calling I you and I know point. you hate it. But I'm like, I like General it. Sam Lane. All right. I get Don't to the point. He is Lois Lane's father and mm. he's a general in the U.S. Okay. Army. And he's he very direct. The point. Makes sense. Yeah. He would say K. He would send the thumbs up. And the yeah. I'm, yeah, the the thumbs up. I'm gonna call like, you anyway. Like I'm using you more emojis. Oh, yeah. You're, you're, you're worth. You're only worth the thumbs yeah, up. Thumbs up. He can't even change missive. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and recently, recently I've been having, you know, my grandma call me and just being like, you never call me. And I'm like, well, see, I answered now. And, I, and that's where I feel bad because I know, you know, they always say, you know, they just want your time, you know, and it's really sometimes I don't want to give my time to talk to my grandma for like yeah. a half hour. And I feel well, then when you do, you're horrible. talking about giving her time. And it's like this. This is. Well, yeah, exactly. Like we're not talking about anything. And, and then I get calls from my brother being like, you know, you really got to call Grandma Dolores. And I'm like, well. What? Now we're sitting here talking about this, and like I, this is exactly what I wanted to avoid. See, yeah, I, I refuse to let anyone like hijack my life that way. My family, I'm in, and my family's known. <laughs> Your mom will give you that guilt trip. No, though. my family, I broke them of that, unfortunately, and and it's actually gone the opposite way. Where now they feel like not scared to call me, but they feel like they're really putting me out if they call me. And so I had to call my parents the other day and be like, "Let's backpedal a little bit. Perhaps I was too abrasive with my strategy with you guys. I would like you to call me at least once a week and let me know you're alive." Like let's have so we have we're trying I'm trying to get a standing but like Matt would Sunday. Oh Matt, yeah, of course. <laughs> Matt gives me all the updates, but it's different because the, I can't get whatever their side of whatever story is because sometimes mm-hmm. they're at conflict with Matt. No, never. And so sometimes like with sometimes Man? they'll be pissed at each other, and I'll be like, ooh. And I just get Matt's side. I'm like, I'm going to dive into the other side and get my mom's side. And then somewhere in the middle but generally what, is the truth. But what did your mom Lord. say to you where she's like, did you, I see that you forgot that we ex- exist. My, mom's, my mom is also the queen at sending very passive Passive aggressive texts. Oh my God. Where you don't know because she's not like our parents generation didn't grow up on texting. Not so they don't really know how to do it. Nor do they know proper punctuation or spell check. And so they don't. Oh my God. The message comes through and my mom's messages can either be construed as hilarious or biting. Like fucking frostbite. <laughs> yeah. And so she texted the other day. She was like, So I see that you forgot that we exist. And I was like, Is there a is there a joke there? Or when I call, am I calling into a fucking shit storm? Am I going right, right now? to war? Yeah. Am I going, is to, it going war? to war? Whoa. Ah. <laughs> Jesus, mom, mom, what are you doing? Did you just grapefruit dial me? Jesus, no, but uh, I feel like, but I feel like as an adult, you have to take sort of the responsibility for that. And now I'm trying to reach back out to my parents and be like, I know we don't have, we have a good relationship, but it's not a very close relationship anymore. I don't really know what's going on in their day to day lives. It actually broke my heart. My mom, my mom, like went in for a minor surgery, and I found out about it like six months later. And I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, you are, you're, you're in your 60s. Like, that's even minor surgery when that's put you under. It could be, you know, there could be complications. Like, I want to know about this stuff. If you're going to do that, I want to come down. And she's like, eh. Well, yeah. I mean, was, like, your mom, was your mom starting to think, oh, Nick's too busy. I probably shouldn't bother him. Well, they or... do that. But also, I feel like there's a level of like, it's just a weird level of all these crossed wires that you have to break through and be like, no, here's how it should be. You should keep calling me and I should be annoyed, but I will pick up the phone and then I'll get through that annoyal, like the, the annoyance annoyal. <laughs> in the first like 20 seconds you realize that I love my parents and I really do want to hear what's happening in their life. But now I'm doing the thing where I'm like, I'm going to be the guy that's annoying them because now my mom picks up the phone. And she's like, yo, 
what do you want? I'm watching CSI Miami. And I'm like, can you pause it? She's like, I can't pause because I'm recording CSI fucking Chicago and CSI LA and I can't pause right now. I have to watch this live. I'm like, well, call me back Which one has LL Cool J in it? I, I don't even know. That's the one with my mom can tell you. Blue okay. the, the, uh, the funny well, thing. Maybe you should call your mom and ask her that. I will. You want me to text her right now? <laughs> she would totally know. The sad thing about like, you know, my mom listens to the show, so she'll get some insight into this. What the, Betty the, 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 uh, the sad thing about like my, like, my mom gets mad that I don't talk to her more. And I do feel very disconnected from my family. My family was all back in real America and it's hard for us to, you know, to keep in touch with all of those, those people and my nephews and nieces and brother and sisters. Like there's just a lot of, tendrils as we talked about before and uh to me it's like uh she gets mad at me and she's like we i just feel like we haven't talked in a couple weeks and i'm like i love you like more than anything in this world mom i don't know what to even say because i do the same fucking thing every day in my right. life so like that's the thing i feel bad about where she calls me she's like what's going on i'm like i don't really nothing like <laughs> Dad's like, what's like, new? I'm, I'm like, no, we did the same 30,000 shows we always do. Yeah, that's so funny. I have that exact opposite thing with my mom. Is anytime I'm actually talking to her, it's always some crazy shit. There's always something. The thing is, is that I have a great relationship with my mom. She's like really one of my favorite people in the world. But I just feel like I'm like, you don't, like we we're from we're in different places. And like, are do you really care about like PlayStation you know, Yeah, like. You know, so like that's the thing I feel bad where I feel bad. I feel like, yeah, we're, we should connect. But like, I, I feel bad because I'm like, I'm not that interesting. You know, like there's just I'm just living are. my life. If you could call it that. But are you? Because this yeah. is the thing I always think about with my dad. And we had the, you know, the great conversation mm -hmm. here, the exclusive a couple months ago on the Game Over Greg show Patreon page over there. Patreon.com slash kind of funny. Mm -hmm. Cheap mm -hmm. plug. But like when he calls and he starts talking about what he does at work. I have to imagine that's how he feels when I talk about what I do at work when it's just like but no all right cool you you're do doing cool, cool shit, shit. so does he he builds buildings in Chicago but that's not cool he swung that's a 90 cool. foot crane yeah, out okay, that's that cool Spider-Man didn't help Spider-Man exactly oh that's exactly what my shit is though I get that but he I doesn't feel like, care but you can you can spin that story in a way that's relevant to everybody whereas I think a lot of the other jobs and like okay, buildings is, is kind of cool but like accountants <laughs> I don't want to hear about shit. Sure, dad. but I'm don't saying it's shit. the same way. I mean, like, my dad doesn't yeah, turn on a computer. I don't turn on a crane. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I have no... The jargon he's using is the same one I'm jargon. He could just know? be making it up. Exactly. He probably is. My dad's and probably been unemployed for the last 50 years. But, that's, but that, that, is a, that is a significant thing to me where I just feel so very disconnected from my family. And it's, and it's, it's sad. Like, I didn't intend on being in California for this long. Like, I just didn't. I know none of my other family's ever leaving. So, that's just not what they're going to do. They're never going to leave. So... I decided to come up here. No one comes out and sees me. So it's not. And I, I, I try to get, you know, Dagan is a, you know, a friend of yours now because you work on the anime well, Dagan never comes to San Francisco. When he was younger, used to come and skate in California, worked as an animator in LA for a while. But when Colin's here for the last nine years, never see him. He's got kids. No, yeah. Nowhere to be found. He didn't always have kids. That's true. He didn't always have kids. We're not so, even sure those are his. So I feel bad, but uh, but I also feel like you know, joking, God, God bless him. Like my sister Allie's never come out here either, and like the office on the table with Allie, especially she she's a single mom, and like I'm always like you know I'll fly you here, like I don't I don't care. I, I flew Ramon here, and and you know so that's the problem is it's not Ramon's not that. even related to me. It's about you making the time for them. <laughs> that's true. It's fucking. It's just too. It's too much. Like I I because I don't know. Like I I don't. I have unlike everyone at the well, Ramon can relate. I have nieces and nephews, like a lot of them. And then like you, you've, they're just growing up and I want to be the cool. That's why I bought my nephews a PlayStation 4. I'm, the, I'm, I'm like the cool uncle in California. But no, like, that's what I do for my cousin's kids. Send them gifts and like pose kids and Newton's kids, all them send them stuff. Cause I know how kids work. 
kids imprint on the toys they get and remember them that person's cool. That's why anytime yeah. I see these kids, I bring them things that are cool and do cool things for them. Yeah. So I'm the cool one. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I send my nephew, you know, guitar pedals and you know, records and stuff like that. Can you send them cool stuff? You're just gonna yeah, be a little lame, weird I know. indie dad. <laughs> yeah, right? So oh, I feel man. bad. Like I, I feel so disconnected from Dagan. Dagan and me and my my dad have a tradition when we when I go home, we meet in Manhattan at Kennedy's, which is a restaurant. And we like just go and eat, but like it's never enough time. But then like, but then I'm like, well, we, you know, people aren't calling me really either. I'm not really hearing mm-hmm. from my siblings. Like, I'm not really hearing. You know, I get text messages, group blasts about things or whatever, but it's. There's just a lot of disconnect. I, I'm, I, but I, I'm not saying it out of anger. I'm like sad about it because like everyone else is together all the time and I'm not. And they, I, like I told you, they have a joke in my family for like years of like taking an action figure and putting it in like picture group pictures, and that's just me because I'm never there. It, and like they, and I never, I'm never not feeling guilty about it, you know, because yeah. I moved. Yeah, so. I don't know. I mean, I feel I. I I started feeling bad recently about it where I'm like, I need to, I need to make more of an effort. I'm 36 years old. I should, as an adult, like make myself more available and let my parents know that like, it's okay to text and call me. And it actually worked and it worked hilariously yesterday because it turns out this is a hard story. So just stick with it, stick with it, make a sandwich. My uncle, uh, my great uncle actually. Well, yeah. Uncle Lou. I guess he was my uncle. He's he's a little older. He was he's still dating my aunt. So, you know, it's like one of those weird situations where my aunt is dating someone. Uncle like, dating. I understand. Uncle. Well. Uh, anyway, uncle to be. Like my mom but and he's Dennis. he's older. He's in his like late seventies, and they've been dating forever, but they never got hitched. Um, and his mother died, and so it's unfortunate. But she was about six months away from one hundred, so it was oh. a pretty great life. Uh, but she lived in Stockton and wanted to be buried in Stockton with her husband. But this she died on Saturday, and Sunday was Easter, and so they couldn't transport her for like three days and so he got the permits and he drove her in his own car and we started making weekend at bernie's jokes <laughs> almost immediately <laughs> he's like, and i feel insensitive about it <laughs> <laughs> but my dad showed up does it and my mom comes through with well yeah so he, he, he did it so he could take the carpool lane because it's two or more persons and i was like fuck yes you should text more shit like that to me, but I had to let them know that, that was strange. okay. It was a, it was a weird conversation. Damn. Then my dad called and we, we and you were like, "Don't worry, it. no one will ever know these jokes you're making." Oh yeah, and then just read the like, Why are you having, like, like, why are you having a party in a beach house right now <laughs> <laughs> with your dead mother? That's amazing. The uh, I just don't want to be filled with regret. That's the only thing. Like that's the only thing I remind myself when I go home and I see my siblings like once in a while. Like we, I, I saw them all together last year about this time. It was the last time, and I'm like, we're all fucking old, man. My brother's like 42. Yeah, you know, like yeah. like we, we're adults. Like yeah, and I'm 31, and my sisters are in their late 30s, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. You, like, what happened? And my de- my parents are getting in their late 60s, yeah. and I'm like, what the hell happened? And it, but really, just time passed. I was 22. I graduated college, and I just disappeared like fucking smoke up a chimney. Mm-hmm. And these motherfuckers are wondering where I am and what I'm doing. <laughs> and I and I like feel bad that like I'm not more connected to them. It's just it's just hard because I just don't. It really is one of those things where I'm like, I just am not that interesting. I don't have anything interesting to say. You know, like I I feel bad. I feel like we can text and communicate on social media and all those kinds of things, but I feel like you're just kind of bored. You know, like like, and I don't want to because they're not though. part of this world. Yeah, yeah. and, and I, but I'm I'm sad that I'm not part of theirs. I want to go. Gotta, I really do want to move home. Like, but I just can't. You know, you got to find the common ground, though, right? And like that's what you're always saying with my dad. Like my dad and I don't have a lot of common interests, but yeah. what we do have, like he is super into accounting and super into real estate, and so I find the real estate aspect like fascinating. After you know, 20 years of listening to him talk about it, I'm like, okay, I, I have a breadth of knowledge of this, but 
recently as of the formation of this business i'm like let's talk about taxes right now and we just bitch about them and it's pretty awesome like <laughs> that's great we found that common ground for like 20 minutes where he's like well i'll tell you gotta do this and i'm like fuck i'm writing this shit down i'm like this guy's gonna think i'm smart when i come to the table with this but it's really coming from big blue yeah big blue. I, the older i get and I was like, as i'm going from a child to a slightly larger child like i'm really realizing like i'm pretty forgiving when it comes to a lot of stuff yeah but i think this whole friendship thing is is like the one thing that i really just draw the line and i don't have any time for bullshit <laughs> Like none at all. It's like if you see me as an acquaintance and like you're going to play weird games with me, I don't have time for it. Whatever you want me to be to you, I am that like my friends are my friends. And I think that the biggest issue people face is you're not making time for me or priorities or this or that. It's like people that know me and know that I'm doing what I believe in. They can either believe in that or not believe in it. And if I tell them, hey, I really want to see you, but I can't because I'm doing X, Y or Z and they get upset about that. They don't understand where I'm at. You know what I mean? And it's like, mm -hmm. it's one of those things where that sounds insensitive, but it's like the people that get it, the moments we have are that much more important. And they know that like they are a priority just because I'm choosing something over them doesn't mean that they aren't higher than everything else. And it's like, it's a, it's definitely a balance, but I mean, it's just like, there's so many great people in this world and so many people that I know that are in my life that I'm like, I don't need to, there's no reason to lower my standards just to like please people and make them happy. And I feel like I, I do that in a lot of other facets of my life. But when it comes to friendships, it's just like, nah, man, like just step your game up and be real. Like tell people what you need from a relationship and give them what they need and what you know they're looking for. Like don't play games. People yeah. play games too much. Quit yeah. playing games with my heart. So here's yeah. where I'm going to take a selfie right now. Let's do and it. this is, it stick with me. It makes sense. I got a number, I got a, a text message and it's from my cousin's husband who was texting me right now that they were at second city and there was a sign that said big Greg and they thought of me. And so this is one of those interesting things of getting older is that I've rekindled. I don't, you know, I have no siblings or anything rekindled this relationship with my cousins who are older than me. Not, but not by much, but they have kids and they've well put together lives and have done things. The, it rekindled this relationship where we talk about my, my dad, their dad, you know, my uncle, that all this stuff. Mm -hmm. And so now they do the right thing. I get, I, I get a text every so why is, why is Batman fighting Superman? I got to explain that. They're thinking about buying an Xbox. What's that all about? The kids love me. They think I'm exciting. I send the daughters the five seconds of summer or whatever. All right, hold on. Why are we all taking this? Because I'm I'm responding back to them uh, that this is funny because we're having a we're doing the show oh, right I now. See, they, right, right. Okay. Kevin, get in there. Don't no, wait. Hold on. Fuck that up. Selfies are hard, you know. That's right. why they have this stick. Three, two, one. Yeah, they do have the stick. There we should have gotten that stick out for that. We have a stick. Nice. Get the cinnamon toast stick crunch the, out. The, <laughs> I will say the other thing I'm cognizant of in this conversation, too, is like just I I like to just be alone and like left alone. And that's not like a disrespectful kind of thing, but it's also like I'm a morose guy. So you like, are morose. So like when my mom. So like, but it's like almost comical and self-deprecating in a way. But like when I'm, I'm just like, I just feel like I'm bringing people down sometimes. I don't know. You're it's just not, like that. But that's why you need really to get out there and though. talk to yeah. people. Well, I get really good with you, and Aaron and I have like really awesome conversations. But it's like, and I have great conversations with my siblings and my parents. I'm not saying that. I'm not trying to like be a dickhead at all. I'm just saying like, I just, I think I'm just very self-deprecating. I don't really believe in myself or anything that I'm doing is really interesting or relevant to say to anyone. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, I'll. I, when I have something really exciting to tell you, I'll tell you. And in the meantime, I, I'll, I'm happy to listen to you. I just don't want you to feel like the conversation is one-sided or I'm not interested. You know, so I'd rather just... The hardest thing for me know, is keeping it all straight. When you talk, when you do have to talk to somebody and they start telling you about people that you don't know and they're telling you stories about people they work with or whatever, and the 15 minutes I'll mention a name and I'm like, wait, is that your manager? Is that what they... It becomes that little dicky video yeah. real quick. Yeah. I'm like, dude, you're supposed to know this. Yeah. I'm like, ah, That's so funny. sorry. This, I, have, this whole, I only work with four people and they're... I'm yeah, like, you know all of us. Uh, this whole conversation reminds me of a couple weeks ago, I was talking to my friends about our 10-year high school reunion is next year. Oh, you can... Fuck you. 
Which is hilarious. Fuck you. God, I hate you. <laughs> Are you going to go? Uh, no, I mean, well, I don't know if it's actually a thing. Is that a real thing? I thought you were going to say no really, fucking way. Really you do that? Yeah, well, thing, I would never go to that. We've been place. having this conversation of, like, is it even worth going? Because, like, I, I've had a 10-year anniversary any day of my life that I've wanted to. Like, I keep in contact with a group of people uh, that I yes. give a fuck about. And, like, because I'm from here and went to school here and stuff, like... I know, I know the stories. I know all the the through lines and the crossover events and everything that happened in my high school people's lives. And all the people that I don't know about, do I really need to know about? And then we take the Facebook level where it's mm. like, I already know who got pregnant. Like, I know mm-hmm, all this yeah. stupid, like, gossipy shit. So then you're like, all right, what are 10-year anniversaries for? It's for banging people, mm-hmm. which I'm not in a position to do. I'm banging someone and I really enjoy it. Can, um, then there's, there's also... Up, there's also going out there that ass, and trying to see who succeeded and who failed. I could care less about that. And then it's just a matter of like trying to see if the hot people are still hot. It's like playing the uglier or the, the hotter fat game. Yeah. They either got the, the, the hot girls either got really hot or really fat and the hot dudes, same thing. So I'm like, you know, I want to see how that all shakes out, but it's like, Facebook ruined all that a lot. I know, that's, See, that's, I know true. that's, that's very true. That. And that's the one thing about like, yep, me in my generation or whatever is I feel like, you know, Facebook took off just as I was leaving college. So I don't, like, I, I can dig through Facebook to find out about people, but I don't. But my whole thing was, yeah, like, all, the, I, you know, I keep in touch with the four friends that I really want to from high school, and the rest, yeah, fell away, right? If they pop up or say something, it's like, oh, hey, what's up? But I don't, like, go out of my way to care about them. And so when I, my 10-year reunion came around, Quite some time ago, I you know I was like, no, I'm not going back for that. Fuck that, I don't care. I keep in touch with Poe and Noonan, Camps, yeah. Faf to an extent. Mm. But he, he he's he's another guy works on a farm. I got nothing to say to him. Those weird ass motherfuckers. Yeah, my ten year reunion, I didn't go to mine either. I kind of regret it actually, and I don't know why. I can't tell you why. That's why you answered yes before. Yeah, I think it's one of those things where if you go, you're like, no, don't worry about it. But if you didn't go, you might regret what not going a little bit. American reunion looks so know, cool. Man. I didn't go to mine, and I saw like pictures of that, and I was like. Definitely didn't want to have any a part of that. Really? Well, mine was <laughs> mine was different though. Mine was um, mine actually ended up being thrown by a guy who I used to be pretty good friends with in high school. Not great friends with, but like we were we hung out a little bit here. Mark and there. Cuban. Uh, it was Mark Cuban actually, and we all got to watch uh, whatever team he owns a game. Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks. The Dallas Mavericks who yeah. play basketball. Is this Nailed for it. real? Nailed it. Uh, no, that'd be amazing if Mark Mark Cuban did not grow up in Riverside, California. Um, you never know. No, but he ended up. It wasn't like an actual sanctioned thing. Like my high school just didn't have. Uh, well, actually, I was, I was my I was in the student body the, in my senior year. So I think me and the other guy were supposed like my my friend Clay who was president are supposed to be the ones that spearheaded throwing it. So ridiculous though. Like, but I'm like I'm not fucking. You were doing in the that. student body, so what was your? I I was vice president. Yeah, nice. it was the role that you didn't have to do anything at, but I got to sit on stage. And I got to lead the Pledge of Allegiance. Yeah, but you I had did. to do a speech. Wow. Because I was like, I want to be on stage, but I don't have a good GPA, so I can't be valedictorian. Um, I don't want to be president because he has to do shit. And they were like, vice president. I was like, what is that person doing? They're like, you have to throw an ice cream fundraiser. And I was like, dope. I and was, that. Uh, was Jesse Spano but Nick the president? Ate it, all. <laughs> it was totally, yeah, it was totally an episode of uh, Saved by the Bell. Um, but no, he threw it and it ended up being kind of cool because it was all of. Like all of his friends, which ended up being all a lot of my close friends and guys that I actually would have wouldn't have mind going back and like saying what's up to because I've seen them throughout the years and it was always fun. But yeah. I wasn't like heartbroken when I didn't get to go. And there was a couple, there was a couple people there that I probably didn't want to see, but then there was a couple that I did want to see. Yeah, of course. I mean, those people exist. Yeah. See, that's my thing. If if someone out there can get me an invitation to Lowell's 08 one, so the year that's after, my thing is I was like, I'm we, in. I'm I fucking in. Well, I wanted to combine it because with, I want to know their updates. Yeah. I wanted class of some of them. Can you do the same thing on Facebook? Yeah, but it, like I wasn't friends with all of them. You know what I mean? You're friends with one of them. You just figured it out from there. I mean, yeah. Uh, okay, great. 
Don't act like I haven't scoped all Thank of them out. Tim knows what's up. Tim's got time. dossiers on people. I just want to see them, though. I want to know. I want to know the facts. Tim has you fake Facebook mean? pages so he can befriend these people. I sh- and I'm see sure them. Tim That's does. That's horrible. I would that. never do that. I'm sure Tim does. What are you reading Braille over there? A joke that only makes sense to us, but it was so worth it. For those at home, we looked over at Kevin, and Kevin was doing this. He was daredeviling it. (laughs) (laughs) What the hell were you doing? It's Photoshop. I was staring at you for like so long until I brought everyone's attention to it. We gotta put a camera on Kevin one of these days. Next time we do a big fundraiser, we're gonna get Kevin a camera. We need a curtain. Oh, it's so much fun. We do. No, we do. Because you all distract. You distract. God, it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Nick. Yes. What's your topic? My topic is also about technology, but namely in how it's used at Starbucks these days, which is fucking (laughs) pissing me off. And here's the setup for this story. I walked into my Starbucks two days in a row and they're doing this stupid thing now where you can order ahead and people it's awesome. Don't get me wrong. And I should get on this band. I should probably jump on this bandwagon, but I have not yet. And it bit me in the ass twice because I walked in and there's five people in line. I'm like, dope. There's only five people in line. It's this was the day that I had to get you the cherry yogurt and you didn't get it. In time. And I was like, oh, great. I got Greg wanted some cherry yogurt. I'm going to get to the house by 1030. He'll eat it. He'll, he won't be angry at me. It's going to be fine. He won't take it out on Colin. It's going to be great. And I looked down the as you know they always do the thing where they write your name like what's your name Nick Nick how do you, do you spell it with an N I'm like just, yeah and a K N and I C K and they're like cool and they have to ask you there's always a fucking guy being trained because the Starbucks I go to is like hell on earth it's the one that like breaks people it's the Vietnam of fucking Starbucks right <laughs> and so like they always are just dropping people left and right so no one knows how to do anything with slows the line now right it's but one I'm of like, the nicest Starbucks in I'm the like, city no Nick. it's not because it's like the bum Starbucks now there's a lot of like homeless people around are you talking about the one in the marina <laughs> yeah, yeah the one in the marina it's pretty bad bum um, but it's also it's also just not set up for that volume of people. It's a high volume of Starbucks. So I go and I'm like, they write my coffee down. I'm good. I got all the snackums that Greg asked me to get. Ready to rock and roll. Look yogurt. down the line and there is no lie, like 30 drinks. And I'm like, fuck. Because I only put 10 minutes on the meter and this is going to take longer than 10 minutes. I'm cool. I wait. I got it. I got it metered out of my watch. I'm like, okay, nine minutes. I'll be right back. Now I'm seeing other people do this, by the way. People are dropping like flies. One woman was just like, fuck it. And left. And I didn't see her come back. And trust me, I would have fucking seen her come back because I was there for 30 minutes oh my waiting God. for an iced coffee, which finally I was like, and you know me, I'm, I'm cool as a cucumber until <laughs> you are not that one moment where the, the, I'm like, fuck it. What am I, what do I have to lose? This is a $3 cup of coffee. I don't need There's 30. There's like 300 Starbucks in this city. I'm like, yo, what's going on with the drinks? And the guy's like, I know we're really backed up. You're preaching to the choir, man. And I'm like, oh, my God. No, I'm preaching to the preacher. And I was like, well, dude, I've been here for 20 minutes and I'm about to my meter is about to run out again. Like, I got to go put this on. But if I get a ticket, it's going to be a seventy five dollar cup of coffee. And that's is that acceptable? The guy's like, honestly, sir, I don't know. And I was like, well, who the fuck does know? And at this point, I'm doing the thing. where I'm starting to raise my voice and his hair is flying around are starting to back away from me. But in solidarity. Because they're also oh, fucking pissed off. They're joining hands and making a perimeter no security like, guard can get on Nick Scarpino. <laughs> we're late to our job at Google, but we back you up, sir, even though we will never say the word. And I'm, I'm just getting irate in this guy. I'm like, who's the manager here? Go get the manager. And finally, this manager comes over. And I've had so many lovely interactions with these people before. Because this was, is your, you know this these people. This is yeah. daily Starbucks. And people well, are like, this guy's really so. nice most of the time. And this one time, man, I, that changed their opinion to me wholeheartedly because I was like, this is unacceptable. Like, 
And I'm like, what's going on? And he's like, well, it's these to-go orders. We got to do all these to-go orders. And I was like, but you're the manager. And he's like, yeah. And I was like, so fix it. And he's like, yeah, but we're not set up. I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. fix it. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, well, I don't know. I'm like, but you're the fucking manager. It is your job to make sure this, this thing runs correctly. So if it's not running correctly, it is your fault. So make my coffee, fix it. And he's like, well, here, I'll make it now. I'm like, don't make it out of order because then you're fucking them over. I'm like, I just want you to speed this up so that the next time I come in, you're not having this problem because this is the second day in a row that I noticed this, right? And it's not going to get any better. So I'm like, I got to go get my meter. When I come back, I want to see my coffee here. Put money in the meter, come back. The coffee's <laughs> the <door's> there. locked. <laughs> the coffee's there. And the guy get, left me two like free coffee things. And he's like, sir, I'm so sorry. Uh, here's the two free coffee things for you. Like whatever, like, you know, the little cards they gave you like free coffees. And I, and in some stupid like stance of like, I'm going to stand on my morals right now. I grabbed my coffee and I said, you can keep those. I'm never coming back to Starbucks again. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> and I left. The biggest lie. And I went to Starbucks again that day. A different Starbucks. <laughs> different Starbucks. So today, we get out of the cars, like we both park like right next to each other in the morning. We start walking over and I see Nick with, with some Starbucks. Me and Kevin just start laughing because it's like, he had just told us the story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, is that? And he's like, I went to a different Starbucks and it's yeah. just like mostly because not not because I'm standing on principle it's because I'm so embarrassed no, that I, I know, exactly that I'll never go back to that and, Starbucks and that's it the makes thing, me wonder this is thing happening you, every single day this exact situation that's oh, I'm sure people that, that poor guy probably he probably to told corporate like a thousand <laughs> times he's probably like you guys have to authorize me to get more people in here and they're like no yeah. but at the same time he's ineffective no, I'm sorry like, well, it's not here's, here's the other problem though is the fact that he his response of like you're preaching the choir Sounds really like, ooh, don't say that if you're a manager and there's an issue. So this is the, the, the guy, barista, the guy. not the manager. No. The manager was oh, like, okay. I hear you. I'm but totally also, it's understand. like, he's interacted with you countless times. So it's like, I'm sure he felt like a level of like bro code of like, you preach the choir, man. We're cool. Like, you know, we're on that level. You it's won't a, blow up my face. Yeah. <laughs> Call my and manager over like, oh, I mean, I've seen you go from zero to 60. And it's one of those things where it's like, oh shit, we were cool. We're not not cool. This is crazy. But I mean, yeah, it's, it's so funny that it's like, whose fault is it? Is it the manager's fault? Like, well, I'll tell you who's fault that's not mine true so i don't give a fuck who else's fault it is because it's not you. my fault that this is happening right it's not my and by the way i've been sitting there when people don't even pick the fucking orders up because they forget or they don't have time they're just sitting there there's like 10 drinks and i was there again 25 minutes i'm like counting my watch no one picked those drinks up no one did. Were any of them your kind of drink? No, I think if they were, I would have been like, scoop. No, you you should have been like, I'm, I'm taking my coffee. I'm never coming back. And we're talking like, about like, swipe yeah, all the other flan, drinks. Yeah, caramel, yeah, macchiato. Now, have you thought about just getting on board with mobile ordering? <sighs> no, because he's Nick. So here's the deal. He won't with, see movies if in Uber, Like Ubers. Like I can totally imagine you screaming at an Uber to get their manager because Uber. it's just like you're getting in the way of the taxi cabs. No, but it's so just like once I, you get on it, you're gonna love it, and then it's all no, good. No, once I got on, I loved Uber until I started taking Ubers, and then I was like, "Wow, you don't even know how to drive a fucking car, let alone get me from point A to point B. Like you don't know." The relationship between the steering wheel, the gas pedal, and the brake. You just don't get these things. These are fucking mystifying to you. Like, you've never, like, you came from Krypton and were like, I can fly, but I don't know what this fucking Toyota Celica does. You know what I mean? Like, I got a fucking Prius. I don't understand why it doesn't make, it doesn't make noise. Um, I don't like Uber, and, I, and they've been pissing me off lately, and they I'm actually re I'm re reverting back to taking cabs. Because cabs are like what? on the fucking cabs ball. Cabs make sense. Oh my They're God. on the ball now. Yeah. You call a cab, they're there in five minutes. They're so thankful to get your business. And they don't charge you. You know why I don't like Uber? Because they charge you these fucking flex rates. Where it's like three and a half, like 3.7 times the fare to get any place between the hours of like three and seven o'clock. 
Come on. They probably don't play boom by POD like my driver did yesterday. (laughs) (laughs) Is it a cab driver? Oh my God. No, no. Uh, It was was an Uber driver. Oh no. I've had some interesting. And also, I forget which one of us. Someone said it. Maybe it was a comedian. Maybe it was one of us. But I'm so tired of talking to Uber drivers about being Uber drivers. Yeah, that was was, was you. Yeah, yeah, that was you. That's all you talk about. It's so true. But the thing, we we took an Uber from. Uber is really deteriorating. It, it like there, there's no doubt. Da- there's like no doubt it about is. it. It's because it's saturated. There's so many people that are brand. Every single time I talk to an Uber driver, it's his first fucking day driving. I'm like, great. Wait, driving period, or driving like Uber? <laughs> Never get the answer. I don't know. They're on the sidewalk. Like, the, yeah. The, the funny thing about the funny thing about Uber is like the, the the this 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 orthodoxy to the fucking GPS. And like we took, we came home from hard water in the Embarcadero yesterday. A route I didn't even know you fucking could take. No, you. But I was, take. I was, it was ridiculous. We were going through. Like, I was like spinning over the place. We were going through like pack heights. Was he using? I'm like, Wayne's? where the fuck are we? <laughs> no, he, he, he was using places, Google Maps. We're in places in San Francisco I've never even seen. <laughs> I've lived here for nine years, and I'm like, this is. But I'm. And you go to hard water him, all the time. But I'm not mad at him. No, because I'm. I'm looking at his GPS, and it's telling me him. And I'm like, you don't even know that this is fucking whacked out. Like we could have gotten home 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Damn. And like, so I agree with you. Like, it's just, it's 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 uh, lackadaisical, and it's like, and, and like, and and it doesn't it doesn't take into account like the fact that, like, I feel like Lyft and Uber are both just in total cahoots with each other. Like they like, and I'm surprised they haven't just merged, because like they like you hear a lot of stories about both of them just kind of, people like one or the other. But you like people used to really talk about like in 2012, 2013, like Uber or Lyft. Like these are fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and now you hear them and you like you you hear like these like. You're lucky, like, it's the same thing, like, why am I getting a phone call? Aaron and I have talked about this where, uh, like, why am I getting a phone call from you? You see like, me on you, your map. I'm, I dropped I, the I told you, I told you to the business. And they're, like, and they're like, oh, are you there? And I'm like, yes. Like, I, ju- I, I literally just put it in that I'm at this address it's at the airport every time when you mm-hmm. take Uber from the airport. They call you, like, are you at the, and I'm like, yes, I literally, literally just put this in right. there. That happened to me yesterday because I... You know, they have that uh, option now where you can tell them what terminal you're at and, and what and the door. door. And then <laughs> I see the guy coming and he keeps going. And I'm like, and he's like, oh, yeah, sorry, you wrote uh, door five. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny, though, because you're slowly, this is what we're starting to see. We're slowly seeing them turn into cab drivers. We see what the cab drivers used to be before they turned into monsters. Yeah. And now we're seeing the cab drivers have to actually care, like care again because they're like, shit, our business is dying. We actually have to go out there and like get, get do good customer service. Oh my God. I've had horrible cab. Oh no, there's still some crazy. <laughs> but I mean, I have there. not, I've not had a single good cab experience, even in a post Uber world. Really? They, they haven't even been an ounce better. They are just fucking Horrible, horrible service. I've had them be an ounce better, but I still. Oh man, choose no, I, I still time. get that like the guilt trip of tips and shit. Oh really? I, oh, I fucking credit hate cards that. and shit. I I hate when they ask me for a tip. It's like I'm gonna fucking tip you. That's part of this deal, you know. Don't like recommend what I give you. Like that's just it. Really upsets me. I don't yeah. like that shit at all. It's so funny. This whole conversation though, it's like <laughs> it's funny that we expect people. To give a shit about their job or be good at their job or that they owe us literally anything. Us going to the Starbucks does not guarantee that those, that person is living to give me that cup of coffee. Because no, they're I, not. I know they're not. But at the same time, it's like if you are if you accepted the job as a manager, right, you've taken on the responsibility and the extra pay that accompanies that you should actually give a shit about how your store runs. Right. And if you don't. Oh, you're going to incur my wrath. But I mean, I'm coming but at like, you, man. I'm coming that's at you like, like saying a that, that if we were to like listen to the people that are angry <laughs> in the, the comments, 
Like they're saying we're not good at our job because X, Y, or Z. It's no. like, okay, yeah, but, but we're awesome. This at other our stuff job. works. That's not true. We're actually really good and we really give a fuck and we try every day. Like we're recording this way later than we normally would. And these guys still have podcasts and they're going to fucking do them because we actually give a shit about what the audience thinks. And that's why our company is thriving right now because we care. That motherfucker at Starbucks doesn't care. In fact, I'm pretty sure he's high out of his mind. And I'm like, <laughs> now I'm just making, now he's yeah, making shit up about this that's guy. That's your go-to. No, well, no, no. Just, now he's making, but he did do cigarettes. No, but, but you know, I get, I get you're in a place where you're like, I don't like this job. I'm not working, but at least have some like, and, and I don't, don't want to pay this guy in that bad of a light. Cause I came at him like, a, like a like a tsunami of rage yeah so he was like i don't know how to deal with this and he did the best he could he offered me a free drink and apologized but at the same time i'm like i have no i, I would have let up on the guy if i had any if it had just been a normal mistake but i'm like this you have created chaos here in my happy place this is my happy place this is the place i go to every day before work because i like to have just that one little thing that i do to myself you know I get a cup of coffee. I get a cup of coffee. Yeah, hear that. Colin, what do you do to yourself? (laughs) (laughs) Well, do for myself. You know what I mean? Like I, I, the rest of the day, I'm, I'm just surrounded by you guys, which is fine, but it's maddening sometimes and it's tiring and it's like, we're constantly just going. I just want to take a break from my relationship with my wife, get in my car, drive to a Starbucks, get a cup of coffee, have that be a pleasant interaction. They give me my drug. I go in my car, I do my drug and I listen to a (laughs) podcast on the way to you five knuckleheads. And it's it, and that's that's my ritual in the morning. And when something disrupts that, yeah, I'm a little protective of it. My ritual is not figuring out how to fucking get it to go order that's going to stress me out when they fucked it up, right? And I don't know where your order went. It's not here. Okay, great. Well, awesome. Now I have to do I have to get in line to talk about this? Now this is a stressful situation. No, it was easy. I just walked in, stood in line. Maybe there's something cute for me to look at ahead. Maybe it's behind me, and I have to do the thing where I'm like, is there sun out today? There is sun out today. <laughs> right and they've ruined it they've ruined it now i have to go to this fucking weird like starbucks that's in a a, a conv- like a molly stone which is like a Safeway. Damn, yeah so crazy. by the way crazy true story <laughs> the starbucks you went today is inside a molly stone that is how fast, long because they're fast and i can park <laughs> how far away from you shaving the beard or hair are we so you can start going to your old starbucks again give it a couple months no, it, won't, it won't matter because they'll have, they'll have such a turnover in three months i'll forget and they won't work there anymore what is Molly's it's Stone? Cares. It's a supermarket. It's like okay. a, uh, yeah, it's a supermarket. It's like a shit ass Whole Foods. Oh, but it's super expensive. Yeah. Yeah. It's like everything else in this fucking city. Everything's, well, that's the other problem with the city in general is there's too many people in it. Too many. I don't understand how that many people are actually existing in this city. It's just packed constantly everywhere I go. And they're all Uber drivers. <laughs> <laughs> that's why. Yeah, but I feel you. I feel you on the Uber driver front because they just they don't live here. So they don't drive the streets and they don't really know where they're going, which is unfortunate. Like at least cab drivers are like, I'm going to take Franklin because Franklin's fast. And you know when a cab driver is trying to screw you over with Uber, you can't tell if they're just incompetent. I'm gonna follow, do you to want do me it. to follow the thing or do you want me to go? I, where are we? I don't know. Follow like, the fucking thing. dude. This is your job. You want to ask how to get something up on YouTube? Yes. I will personally call Kevin and then he will walk <laughs> <you> through it. <laughs> My topic. What's your topic? My topic is a game we're all going to play. It's a very simple game. I'd like you to tell me how much I paid for this. Oh God! Tube of chapstick. Where'd, Where'd you buy, buy it? Andronicos. Andronicos. It, it looks like a stone. We can, we can play twenty questions if you like about it. I want. I can, you, I analyze it a little bit. We'll analyze okay. a little bit before, then we'll get into where I bought it. And it's very heavy. It is very mm. heavy. You, What's it called? Call. Read the label. It's called it? Eighty Acres Olive Oil Lip Balm, point oh, one five ounces. <laughs> you one of them punk ass bitches, ain't you, Greg? <laughs> Greg I'm gonna yeah. school you right now. You can't oh, use your God. phone. No. Oh, I'm gonna tell you what you should be buying. It, we're, get, the get, old school chapstick. Brand I love friend. the old school chapstick cherry. Medicated. I Let's cherry like chapstick all the Cha- time. Cherry doesn't do it for me. 
That's fine. It doesn't work for me. I love the cherry chapstick. I'm Don't a big fan yet. of the cherry Call chapstick. It. I want you to read me the ingredients. I I I I was California say, organic extra virgin olive whoa. oil, organic coconut oil, organic beeswax, whoa. organic cocoa butter, butter, vitamin E, peppermint essential oil, which yeah, is that's not organic. Some what the fuck does extra virgin mean? That's not, that sounds like some bullshit. Like some like VOO, some son. boy in high school is trying to pull when some girl's like, like I'm a virgin. I'm not having sex with you. That's a virgin. He's like. I mean, I'm a virgin. I ain't extra virgin, but I'm virgin. Virgin's a yes or no. It's not a fucking level thing. <laughs> you forgot uh, never tested on animals mm. and made in California. Good. Oh, so you know that made. shit's legit. Right. So are we playing prices Right rules? Are we gets closest to it without, without going, going over? over? I'm definitely sure, saying sure. a dollar then. Before any of you guys say it, you motherfucker. You now, there's no way that's a dollar. He's playing no, rice rules. Right, now, right, Colin, right, right. you'll enjoy where I bought it from. Yeah. It's somewhere you shop quite often. Andronicos. Napa Farms Market. Oh, oh so you bought too. it. Oh, so that shit no. was six ninety nine. Oh no. I know, dude. I'm going six ninety nine. Eighty acres, olive oil, lip balm. Bought in the San Francisco International that shit Airport. That cost nine ninety nine. <laughs> Tyler Florence's little place. I was getting a bagel. I like to get my bagel there in the morning when I fly, which I'll be doing tomorrow. A bottle of uh, like a bottle of water smaller than it's like a normal like you know a six ounce whatever it is is uh yeah. is like three twenty five there. Yeah. So that lip balm's got to be nine ninety nine. Is that your final? That's answer? my final answer. All right. You um, my final answer is uh, eleven forty nine. Okay. Yours is six ninety nine. I mean, without knowing the airplane shit, I said six ninety nine. I'm sticking to that. Okay. I'm gonna go seven ninety nine. The winner is Nick Scarpino. It was $8 for this tube of extra virgin. Was it worth oil. it? It's really good, actually. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Been... When you pitched Can this I topic to us, and by that I mean you literally just said we're going to talk about how much lip, uh, chapstick costs. You that's look good. at me and you say this, and I, I'm like, what the fuck? That's a weird-ass <laughs> topic. I look at you, and your face is just... It looks like you bathed in chapstick. <laughs> There's just so much glisten going I on. I love chapstick. <laughs> I do you know, too. A lot of people say chapstick doesn't do it. It actually does the opposite of what it's supposed to do, like dries yep. your lips out. Well, I think you get addicted to it. Well, it's for you, sure. You put oh, it totally on and yeah. you start doing the. Your lips look ridiculous. It dries it out. <laughs> Kevin, give me a rack zoom on my. Oh, this new, looks like some on, Kylie Jenner more. shit. <laughs> oh, God. You can, you can put more on than that. You're not even trying right now. I hate chapstick, man. It get it makes my food taste all shitty. I ain't down. He's calling. Jesus Christ! Damn, I can't yeah. unsee that. <laughs> I'll be slow jerking to that later. Oh. <laughs> not gonna lie, I might have just rose. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. Is I do feel that I'm addicted to chapstick, and the problem is I think you gotta wipe it off your face. You can't. I can't look at you. <laughs> I like you your face. Like not just your lips. Your whole face needs a wipe down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't listen to water because... <laughs> <laughs> I totally feel addicted to it. I think this might be the pr the most conclusive proof that I mm. that they were like. I literally picked it off the shelf and I was like, one of these chapsticks. And she's like, it's eight dollars. And I was like, all right. He's like, like, oh, most so people put them back when I say that. And I was like, I really need it. I really need it. I can't. Yeah, you is, wipe your ass with $8. <laughs> I don't fucking care. I'm Greg Miller. The, the problem is that I feel I, I get good runs out of my classic chapstick. I'm a classic chapstick man. Classic black tube chapstick mm, reminds mm. me of my father. He That's what he uses all that's the time. That's what I usually use, yeah. So, but I, of course, I'm a, I'm a fancy little boy, so I, I use the cherry chapstick mm -hmm. all the time. And the problem is I feel like you get 
a fourth of the way down into a tube of chapstick, and then it gets all fucked up. It melts. It runs into the cap. You bring it up. It's like a jagged edge or whatever. Well, we talked about this. This on guy Colin hasn't Greg. melted or broke yet. I'm just putting that out there. We talked about this on Colin Greg Live last week, which is a, which is ironic for this topic, where I said I got through an entire thing of chapstick, and that was impressive. And like, like, and and I was talking about also the big lighter I had. That I used for like a year. But what were you lighting again with that? Oh, you know, just odds and ends. Gotcha. Okay, Things, this and that. Sure. I, 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 used to I used to use this. <laughs> I used to use the small big lighters. I would pick them up, the ugliest color when I used to smoke cigarettes, and I would always, always go through all of them. I took pride in that. Yeah. yeah. And well, Colin I actually gets off on that shit though. Colin wants to know how long he can use that shampoo. Dude, that lighter, which I don't. You know, I, I just mean when I need to light something. Once every six months. Yeah. You know, I just it's your your uh, advent candles. Yeah, my advent. Yeah, my advent candles. Your little wreath. Yeah, the, exactly. the three pinks, the one purple. I, well, yeah, no, uh, three like, I just was pink. fascinated by how like, I use stink, it. I use right. the lighter like often, pretty much every day, and it just never stopped. It just never stopped working for yeah. probably longer than a year. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome because like chapstick and, and Bic lighters and all these things are not meant to like no one at Bic HQ is like someone's using this. They're going to lose this thing in a week. And that's what we have these motherfuckers for life. They're going to mm-hmm. buy 15 of these things, but they don't <laughs> a year, but they don't need 15 of them. They could use one, but they're never going to they're going to find it again. They're going to go out to a bar. and It's going to be gone. Well, that lighter stayed in the same exact place in my room for fucking over a year and it worked at your prayer was, candles huh at your prayer candles yeah my prayer candles okay. it was right there on my table next to gotcha. my candles and i and i was kind of sad when i it didn't work anymore i was kind of like it's like i lost a fucking family member see that's the thing with the chapstick is i always feel like i'm doing everything appropriately i am not you gotta call your exposing parents more. It to you gotta call them more. i am keeping it in my pocket where it should be i'm not spinning the top i'm not rubbing this thing against my paint leg or whatever and then you'll still get it where it's all mushed well, up maybe and mashed pa- up. maybe the, in your pocket's not where it should be that's hot. apparently not There's i agree i agree so i think a backpack and that's well, you don't, you don't always have that when you go out. Mm, but like on this trip, I was using it in the backpack, but then I have switched it to the, the leg so far, no problems. Mm, mm. So again, I'm saying maybe, maybe the $8 is paying off. And if I can get to the bottom of this guy, see, I, I just actually two days ago got finished a chapstick. I always finish them up. I get it to the point where they're so low, I have to scrape in out of them oh. to get <laughs> to get it on my. <laughs> Are the Carmex? Are the Carmex? I hate those. Carmex, those things. It's just Carmex, freaking candle like wax that you're putting on your face. All of this shit, I'm convinced, does absolutely nothing. Like right now, I'm kind of sick. So and like I got the Final Fantasy thing on tomorrow or whatever the yeah, hell. Yeah. So I need to not be sick. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, all right, I go to Andronico's or not Andronico. I don't know where the fuck I went. I went somewhere <laughs> and I'm looking through all this medicine it's and delirious. all this stuff, and I'm just like, all right. Fix me. Something fixed me. And I'm reading all this shit. Everyone's like, oh, emergency. That's a fucking thing. And there's yeah. all these like cough drops. I'm looking through all this shit. And I'm like, all this is is candy flavored shit. That's I guarantee not doing anything, but it makes me feel like it is. Yeah, so, see, but once so you're I'll sick, pay you're a million dollars for it and like just call it a goddamn day. Sure. But this emergency, these little things that I put in the water and watch them fizz and shit. It's like drinking chapstick. <laughs> It's just like all First of this. Off, is, chapstick works. It makes you feel better. The same ass, but it's I do the same think you, product it you to. in a different package. They say it all this different <laughs> shit, but it's oh no, it's just Yo, all garbage. Let me give a shout out though, real quick to something. Mm. When I was a kid, I used to like getting sick sometimes because I used to get to use Dimetap, and that shit tastes mad good. <laughs> was that that? Was that the one? That t- was that the orange one? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, great. There was an Dimetap was fucking legit. I was like, oh damn, like. I'm sick. You got use that purple track. There was an orange. There was an orange. That's going to be a Eureka's castle. Yeah, exactly. I was hot as fuck watching Eureka's eating my peanut jelly sandwiches on my on my little Teenage Mutant Turtles tray. Oh shit. So I was just gonna give a shout out real quick to Diamond Attack because that shit's no joke. Shout out to Eureka's Castle. Yeah, big shout out to Eureka's Castle. Shout out to Magellan. Yeah, Magellan was and and what's the bat's name? 
Batley. Batley. Yeah, Batley was my dude. He had a tuxedo on every single day of his life. Like Alfred. It's dime. It's like D-I-M-E-T-A-P-P, I think. You never heard of Diamond Tap? You can't spell it. He's I heard can't of it. spell it. I just know how to spell uh, it. I, uh, can whenever, adults take Diamond Tap? I drink and try. Adults can, can do whatever the fuck they want. Can, mix it with some Flintstone vitamins. Call it a day. I mean, yeah, it, it, it might have the same type of that. you know the same type of deal where like you know kids in high school were drinking Robitussin you know to <laughs> get to, fucked up. Yeah, to get pretty fucked up. I mean, I'm, I wonder if that happens to be the same thing with Diamond Tap, but I don't know. Not that I really know anything about that. I swear to God. Oh man, are you kidding me? I would try anything. Oh yeah. In junior high, after after today, you all right. What does this? that even mean? No, I was joking around with you. Um, no, I just it was always Nyquil. I think I remember or Robitussin. I think was that was the big one. Yeah, but I mean, you know, when I was back when I was a kid, which is like twenty years before you guys were born. There's like here's they were like this. Here's whiskey. <laughs> just really? take it. Oh yeah, my we we did, my, like my grandma would give us brandy to fix problems. Well, like if you weren't feeling knock well, you out. it would knock you out. Uh, yeah. Shut you up. Yeah, like so a like, hot well, towel. Like when you're that. when you're eight and you get a giant snifter of brandy, she's like, come on. Keep, come on, be a man. Be a man, you can take that. Come on. Be a man, you little monkey bastard. <laughs> Damn. And my grandma used to call it, my grandma used to call us monkey bastards. My brother and I used to like, we used to hang from everything. My grandma Renale was actually my, she was actually my mother's That's aunt. That's classic, dude. She was my mother's aunt, so she was actually my great aunt, but she adopted my mom, because my mom was brought over from Italy. She thought my mom brought her over from Chicago, and then they came to Riverside. And so my grandmother was like, I th- I just always remember her being like 85 and being the size of Herman Munster. And wow. she was terrifying. She had like size 13 shoes and she would just grab me by the hair and like throw us into the closet if we were being bad. Like, you monkey bastards. And she would throw you in the closet. She sounds like nanny. And you're like, this seems like it's child that abuse. Nanny was never like that. <laughs> no, you're right. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. But she we didn't care. You know, when you're a boy and you're a kid growing up, you don't give a fuck and you're made of rubber. She's no, nothing can hurt you. It's years later when I realized that. We we my brother and I both shaved our heads so she couldn't grab a hold of our head our hair, and it was it just made it worse. It just made it worse. Your head? Yeah, she was like, I can pick you up, and sure as shit, she would like pick us up by the back of our neck like a cat. There was into the Man. thing. We didn't care. It's fine. It's all good fun. You know what I mean? You have the emotional scars now, but otherwise it was good. Oh, you wonder why I get pissed off at people really quickly. Take a little diamond tap, you'll be fine. A little Robitussin snifter, a little, little snuff Robitussin. You got it. You got it. Dude, Robitussin. A little was disgusting to me. Oh yeah. Yeah, Robitussin's terrible. It's still disgusting. That NyQuil is good, though. It's all placebo. It is. I don't believe in any of it. Because once you're sick, you're sick. Why all you, it does why is help you, you sleep. It? Yeah, it's, it, it helps you sleep. Because, I mean, I'd rather be able to say it. Because when I tell people I'm sick, I'm not trying to make excuses and shit. But the first thing you say Did is, you take anything? Oh, you take this, you take this, you take this. I want to be able to be like, yes, shut the fuck up. Damn. When you I'm start, just when you start feeling like you're getting sick, if you take like zinc and echinacea, and vitamin C and iron and shit like that. Like you could it knock can boost it out. the immune system. But like once, out, once yeah. you're like once it's going, it's done. It's done. You're done. That's why the the like that's why I always saw me. I'm like, oh, you got to take emergency. All these. I'm like, you're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I will like, say, like, I feel like I'm getting over it faster. But I, I think that's all in my head. But I don't care. It's working. I tell you, the best thing you can do is sleep. Go home, get two good nights yeah. of sleep before you do this. That's thing. That's the one thing you can't buy. You have so, to do. it. I like throwing money at problems. No, you I can't. Got, you got, get you a tomato and cut it in half. Over your eyes, lay down for 20 minutes. Uh-huh. Is that it? <laughs> I just want to yeah. just do it. Yeah. Yeah. Get a grapefruit. Okay. Come over to my house. <laughs> what does that sound like? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right to sleep with that. <laughs> That's so terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of the Game Over Greggy Show. If you know, we come at you each and every week. It's four, sometimes five, best friends gathering on this table. Each bring a random topic of discussion for your amusement. If you like that, head over to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where we put up the show early for you then you can get exclusive access all this different stuff you're using it no, you sure, use no. it? i see what your problem is here greg what 
Why don't you just do you're it? You're not doing the safety twirl. You got to twirl it down, then put the cap on. Because what happens is when it goes into your pocket, your pocket no, rotates. We just talked it. about this. We just talked it about rotates this. it. I know. But you a bit keep it your, high. Put a little bit on. Look at what your, you're doing to it. It didn't look like that two seconds there ago. Go. There it is. Look, it's fine. It's fine. You better not fuck this up. I'm There's trying like a to. Brown look, 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 look. ring around that. It's it really strange. Well, that's the olive oil <laughs> in it. By the way, I would put the, I would put this on a salad in a heartbeat. <laughs> take a <laughs> piece. Of, take a piece of like rigatoni and just wipe it <laughs> just on. Wipe it on. <laughs> take it in a pan. Get a pan and do it. You get a show there or exclusive access. If you don't want to give us any money, go to YouTube.com/slash/kindoffunny. We're put on the show topic by topic, day by day. I think posts is one big video and mp3 on fridays ramon you're a treasure it's one of those things that I'm, i often wonder why i was cursed with colin but then around his darkness orbits light like you well thank you and very I'm happy much to have you you're I'm so happy, bright. I'm happy to be here everyone should follow you on twitter yeah everyone should. should buy your music like. if they'd like yes where, they, where can they get your music um soundcloud.com slash Ramon Narvaez. Ooh. It's just a conglomerate of uh, all, the, all the different projects I've uh, played bass and guitar for. Get that shit on Spotify. But yeah, the, uh, well, it's a record I did a few years back is on uh, Spotify, Apple Music as well. Um, but yeah. Cool. It can be found there. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, get your Kind of Funny live tickets at kindoffunny.com slash tickets. And it's been a pleasure to serve you. I just uh, like that. Don't get choked up. It's okay. Oh no, no. There was me that. I just that didn't, know what okay. that, didn't know what I wanted to say. Kevin, put a don't restart right the fucking show like that ever again. You roll with the punches. <laughs> okay. Ramon, what's your topic? <laughs> what's wrong? Why are you freezing? Up? You've done this show before. <laughs> I know. Fuck it out. <laughs>